0: Hello, everybody. It is Wednesday, January the 13th, 2016, and you are listening to the Talking Comics podcast. I am your host, Bobby Shortle. I'm in the house with Bob Ryer. Good evening. On the line with Miss Stephanie Cook. Hello. And also Mara Wood. What's up? And Joey Braccino. Hey, yo. So we are here, guys. It is award show time. Uh, Over the last few weeks... Last week, actually, last week, you've heard us talk about um, all our nominees for the Best of 2015 Awards. And tonight is the night where we figure out the winners. Um, We're going to be picking, obviously, one winner for every category except for overall comic. Overall comic will be taking our list of 10 titles and ordering them ten to one. Um, <laughs> How much crying and sobbing has already been going on as we discuss this. Um, we uh, everything's
2: gonna be fine. Everything I will be
0: fine. Know. Joey's here. Everything will be fine. Lock it in. <laughs> Lock it in. <laughs> um, uh, we also have all our obviously all our awesome listeners and readers. They they voted in in polls over the last couple of weeks uh, for their winners, and we have all of those results as well. And we'll we'll read them out at the same time we announce our winners. If this is the first time you've heard one of our award shows, it goes like this. Um, we're going to go through the, the categories that we have and at this time anyone here who really feels strongly about a book or, or, or a creator on any of these lists um, will have their chance to give kind of like their closing argument for why that sh- person should win or that book should win um, to try to one last chance to sway our, our votes. Um, we'll then take a little break um, and we'll all vote uh, with our weighted voting system which basically means every single book in, or creator, every single nominee gets gets a, some sort of vote. Um uh, you basically you give five points to your your favorite, four points to your second favorite, three points to your third favorite, two points to your fourth favorite, and one point to your fifth favorite. So you're basically, flipping around yeah. w- like a one to five order. Um, it's a weighted balling system, and, it, and it's worked out well for us in the past. So far, usually gets us to a pretty good consensus of of who should who should win. You know, according to our sort of feelings and stuff. Um, again, the only one that's not going to be like that for is is overall, which is going to be a little bit more. Uh, uh free free form a little bit, challenging a little more challenging but should be good should be fun um you know we're, we're probably not going to get a chance to really talk about any news today um you know we're, we're, but next week we'll kind of be back with our our regular sort of formats um big stuff happened obviously you know uh ryan coogler is directing black panther which which is huge um Woo. we've got a civil war 2 announcement not movie but comic book <laughs> um and of course uh I do not know how to say the name, Stephanie. I just I, I call Angoulim. it Angulim. Uh, is that what? It, that's how you pronounce it? Sure. Um, <laughs> uh, and the controversy surrounding uh, their Grand Prix, uh, their Grand Prix. So we, we're going to talk about all that stuff next week. There is an article up on the site uh, that uh, that Stephanie herself penned. Correct. I'm yes. not giving you credit where this it's is, not due. This is
3: correct. <laughs> I did um, a piece about basically breaking it down because i f- kind of was trying to follow the um controversy myself and i found that there was just a lot of here's where we're at and like not really a good explanation of what all of it was to begin with mm-hmm. since it's a european comic show um and not everyone follows um stuff across the pond mm-hmm. um so it's kind of a breakdown of everything that went on and all why it's a problem other than it's 2016.
0: Right. Huh. Absolutely. So make sure you check out the article, and we will be talking about that as far as and other stuff n- next week. And we'll learn to pronounce it by
3: then, too. Yeah, yeah. and no. if you also want, I mean, Angolim just quickly touching on it, um, it's, you know, not to point the finger directly just at them, but there's also another uh, follow-up article about the Eisners and the Harveys, which are mm. the two biggest in my eyes the academy um awards and the golden globes so to speak for comics um and uh kind of pointing out their wrongdoing as well mm-hmm. so um just to shit on everybody <laughs> that's uh up there too
0: equal opportunity shitter that's yeah. kind of the point yeah. right yeah absolutely <laughs> um uh and of course i mean uh we're not a we're not a music show but david bowie passed away Aww. this week uh on i guess sunday night uh i found about it on monday morning uh incredibly sad news dead at 69 uh i have cancer it's been sick for over a year and a half and no one knew oh, no. um and uh just it was you know monday monday was all day which is all david bowie and i would like every day to be yeah. <laughs> to be that way sure. um uh
3: listen to him all day at work yeah um And I I work at a hair school and two of the students came up to me and they're like, can we change it from David Bowie? And I was like, no. (laughs) No. And they were like, but, and I was like, you say another word about it and like, I will turn it up louder. Get out of here. (laughs) And they're like, but like, I'm like, get out. We're (laughs) listening to Bowie all day. Um. Also hijacked our video feed and just played bowie videos nice Nice. yeah deal with it
0: that's how i spent my day or or, or most of my days Mm -hmm. i possibly could listening to bowie's music and it's a great way to you know celebrate and and remember
3: it may not be we may may not be a music show but bowie there's not a single artist out there that in some way was probably not inspired by him like we all grew up with bowie Mm -hmm. um you know like Give me like one person that didn't listen to a song and somehow feel some sort of connection to his music, whether it was just to like dance or sing along. Like, it's very sad. It, it is very. He had
4: so many iterations. Yeah, you, you could always find a Bowie that you like. If you didn't like everything, there was
0: always some period that oh, I like. Yeah.
3: Not to mention his foray into acting: Labyrinth, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, The, the hunger.
0: Prestige, The Prestige, Hunger, The Man mm-hmm. Who Fell to mm-hmm. Earth.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Yeah i mean best of 2015
0: david bowie yeah <laughs> <laughs> um if you're not familiar with his music I, I recommend you go out and just you know just listen to it listen to a, a playlist a great hits playlist and just kind of uh sink it in because it's just great stuff and uh it was one of those things where i didn't i i, I saw the news and i like I'm, I'm a big fan of david bowie but i i would not I, you know I'm not Matt Fraction for for well, instance yeah. right I'm not the kind of person who I don't know his whole catalog um but I have a great love for for his stuff and and for his music and for his personality and and for uh, and for just his sort of range and variety uh and I I woke up and I read the news and I started I started crying like I I didn't it was just sometimes you don't know how much things affect you until 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 they happen and uh but it was it was a good day of listening to his music and, and reading all these anecdotes and stories but um he he definitely will be will be missed. He just release a new album. Uh, uh, i Friday uh, on Friday. Subsequently,
3: yeah. I I got a tattoo on my finger, um, and it's a black star. And I didn't understand what somebody was like. Uh, you're like a little bit like Bowie fanatical, and I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and then like the album dropped, and I was like, oh, I see. <laughs> yes. Okay. I can see how this would be interpreted as Bowie fandom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Bob, you're All gonna right right. say something.
4: I can still remember when he was on Soul Train hmm. uh, for fame when that yeah. song mm-hmm. came out. He and those kids out, you know, went crazy. Mm-hmm. It was just, yeah, this is yeah, he can do this. Yeah, This early music had some of that R and B stuff oh, going yeah. on, absolutely. so it was just a natural progression. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, he's doing like a James Brown record. Yeah, he was just great at it. Everything he touched, he was good at.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Never afraid to, never less on his laurels. Never afraid to no. challenge the system that had made him famous in the first place. Just an amazing person. So it's, he will be missed. Uh, I know a lot
3: of um, questionable things regarding him have come up in light of um, his passing as well. But despite all of that, you can't deny his um, very, very vast, uh, you know, impression on the world. Yeah, absolutely. He changed the world, and so very few people um, can say that, Mm -hmm. you know, like, he left a permanent mark and a permanent change in the music industry, in movies, everything he touched, he changed permanently. Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So we will, we will soldier on, <laughs> but I just wanted to mention and we will, we're going to change the world right now. Yeah. By doing our best of 2015 <laughs> list. Oh, what a segue. <laughs> You're such a pro. Oh, uh, yeah. It. It's, it's true. Uh, um, all right. So, Starting with our our, our first category, um, we're gonna do best adaptation movie, TV, or game. Oh. Okay, best adaptation TV. I guess this is the more the more yeah. uh, little a little, a little this category because it is uh it's all TV shows. Um, our nominees were Agent Carter, Daredevil, The Flash, Jessica Jones, and Supergirl. Um, my question is: Does anybody here want to sort of say a piece for any of these before we uh, we sort of move on? Anyone in the ether? <laughs>
5: I just want to point out that three out of five are the the nominations are all about women. It's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and they show
3: not necessarily glamorous sides of um, their lives either, especially Agent Carter and Jessica Jones. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I personally want to reiterate how great Jessica Jones is um, because it's not just a, a show about a superhero kind of, getting lost and finding her way but it's very based in reality and you know um, there's just so much to relate to despite the superhero aspects to it Um, and again like David Tennant just creeping the shit out of everyone Um, and again not just because he has superpowers but because there isn't a single woman on this planet that doesn't know somebody like that.
5: Um, in some varying degree. And if I can just point out, just today, I got an email for a call for papers for an anthology from an academic publisher, and they're putting together a book about the Netflix Jessica Jones series.
0: Oh, wow. Wow.
5: So, and they were specifically asking for like, anyone who has a specialty in trauma and psychology or psychology of women, things like that, we want academic papers on that related to the show. Wow. Yeah, so, so I know. mean,
3: um, I mean, I love Agent Carter. I I love all of these shows, to be honest. I mean, what I've watched of Supergirl and Daredevil, obviously, but um, it Jessica Jones is a groundbreaker um, for a lead female character and not making it, you know, like, sexy and glamorous. Like, this is one effed up show, and it they killed it. So.
0: Absolutely. Bob. So
2: I'm th- talking about, oh, sorry. Go no, ahead. I was just going to say, if we're talking about like adaptation, I, I had read alias um, earlier this year and a lot of the things that we're saying about the show, the book did in a lot of ways too. So to see the show then come through and, and, and do that same thing in terms of um, kind of, resetting the game in a lot of ways in terms of how it's portraying uh, heroism, how it's portraying you know a lead character. It, it was just nice to see it adapted both in terms of content and in terms of the the impact of it, too. Loved Alias, mm-hmm. and, and I was really pleased with what they did with Jessica Jones, too. Yeah.
4: Bob? My two cents will be about Asian Carter, which okay. is probably going to come as no surprise. <laughs> and setting it in that period where so much was changing in American society and to put it out there that for younger people who don't read into the history or don't know what happened after the war, all those Rosie the Rivers, all those people who, these women who went into jobs and helped us win the war, who then found themselves shunted back out of the working world, whose contributions were not seen as important, and to have a character butt up against that, fight it with her words and her ability, and still be very entertaining without turning into political street it was very, very entertaining for me. And very informative, I think, for a lot of other people. So it's a lot of points for a network show to address.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I can't, I can't argue against Jessica Jones because you know it's probably going to be the one I rate the highest on yeah. this list. Um, yeah. uh, but I just want to say, you know, a piece, you know, about the Flash, and it's just, it, you know, it, it doesn't do either of the things that we're talking about the other two shows, right? It doesn't. It's not addressing, you know. Um, major issues and it's not nearly um it, it's it's not socially minded but what it is for me is the the perfect sort of screen representation of something I, I have always wanted to see um it's got such a great sense of fun and silliness and just is not afraid to be as batshit crazy as it possibly mm-hmm. wants to be you know what once you have a giant talking shark you know uh you've kind of just said like this is just what we're gonna do you know we're just this is the kind of show we are and um you know obviously both jessica jones and daredevil both the marvel netflix offerings this year have been fantastic um and i i I have not one single bad thing to say about either of them um but the, the the Flash for me just has just been a kind of a dream come true, and I'm really just happy it's it's nominated a, on this list, um, and I'm just excited to see where it all goes from here with that show. So I'm gonna put that out there about the Flash. Um, are we? I think. Do you think we're? we're anybody else have anything they want to say about any of these nominees? Going once. No, okay. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> going once. Going once, yeah. that's it. Well, no one said anything after going once, I figured that's there's it. nothing. Yep. There's not, it's not like it's, a bi- like it's a big, like we're, okay. we're at a big auction.
3: Bobby's just like, we're not an auction. <laughs> exactly.
0: Um, so we'll move on from from, from adaptation. Let's talk about webcomic. All right. Um, so, uh, Bob, do you want to read out the nominees?
4: Sure. We have Bandette, DC Bombshells, Fresh Romance, The Groom, and Hark of Agron. All
0: right. Bob? I'll let you go first.
4: Um, I'm I'm going to go first. So what is someone else going to not speak? I'm going to go for. i I'll go <laughs> Uh Paul Tobin and Colleen Coover. Here's the thing. It, it's brilliantly funny for everyone. It is all ages in the best sense of it. Anyone from about 10, 11 years old up can get a real charge out of this as light entertainment. But it also... It references tons of old movies, caper films. It is wryly humorous, if you're of that mind, but then also charmingly playful and lovely and absolutely winning. And there should be more bandette, is all I'm going to say. There isn't nearly enough of it. There should be more and more and more all the time.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: mm-hmm. all I'll say. All right. Stephanie, like do you have
3: a... I do. Um, Bob made the decision for me on which one to speak on. Um, <laughs> thank you, Bob, for choosing Bendek. Um, I want to, um, once again, put the spotlight on Fresh Romance, which really, um, for me and so many others, brought back a genre that had been really poo-pooed on um, for a long time. Romance, uh, in a lot of eyes, didn't belong in comics. Um, and um, in a genre that for a very long time has been, you know, occupied by male creators and, uh, male readers. Um, Janelle Aslan and the Rosie press team, which I'm pretty sure is just Janelle Aslan, um, brought back, um, a genre that has been much needed. And with so much diversity and talent, um, both in the stories and, uh, As far as the creators go, Um, single handedly, she really raised awareness about the lack of um, this about romance in the industry and that when they're done well, it doesn't need to be something that's frowned upon. You know, it's like uh, romance movies, you know. Guys are often like, oh, I don't want to take my girlfriend to a chick flick. Like, oh, I don't want chick flicks, like blah, blah, blah. But like there are chick flicks that are amazingly well done. The Notebook, About Time, Age of Adeline. You know, there are all these amazing movies out there that when they're done right, you know, it doesn't matter what the genre is. And um, I think Fresh Romance really brings that into perspective. I'm done. <laughs> and <laughs> nicely done. And
0: very nicely done. <laughs> um. Anybody else have anyone they want to they want to talk speak of in webcomic before we move on? Guessing no.
3: <laughs> I'm making up for not being here for like half the.
0: I know you're like, doing I'm like
3: <laughs> I got this. What what do I have to say on something? Bring it.
0: You're doing a good job. <laughs> you're doing a good job.
3: Oh, I'm awake. I went to the gym. I'm all like Rocky <laughs> Sal. I'm, you know did my like I of the tiger. It's great. I'm like buff. I'm gonna go take on a now. Oh, All
4: right. Good one. Well he, you could he's dead.
3: That escalated. So that yeah, you, yes. you probably beat him.
0: Yeah, Apollo Creed is dead, that's true. Spoilers well, for Rocky Four. Sh- yeah.
3: Take on the okay, Russian, guys. yeah. Let's like not get technical. He <laughs> obviously didn't have an Eye of the Tiger montage. My iPod was dead.
0: <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. Um Joey, do you wanna read out the nominees for Best Publisher?
2: Best Publisher I did not write down, but I remember them. <laughs> Boom Studios, Marvel, Image, DC.
1: Yes.
0: Yep. Dark Horse. Yes. Oh! Yes. You oh! It. Nailed it. You <laughs> did it. You did it. You did it. Um, is there any of those you wanna you wanna stump for, Joey?
2: I'm gonna stump for for Boom again, um, as, as I did on the the best of shows too. Cause I remember when I was like voting on the website, like the statistics were very different than I was. And then kind of um, where I wanted it. And, and the reason I like boom is f- because the diversity of the line um, I think is just so was so good this past year in terms of both kind of all ages books. They have the adventure time stuff. They had, um, they had fr- um franchise stuff like the Bill and Ted stuff and uh then they had you know innovative creator owned really unique series like butterfly th- uh butterfly yeah that was called what it was called mm-hmm. so it did a lot of the things that we kind of ask image to do in terms of creator owned stuff ask IDW or Dark Horse to do in terms of the franchise stuff, ask Marvel or DC to do in terms of the hero stuff, I felt like Boom tried to really diversify the line and and cover all their bases and really open themselves up to all audiences and um, did an amazing job of that in 2015, so I felt like that makes them, I think, the best publisher of the year.
4: I have one word to say about Boom. Lumberjanes. (laughs) Yes.
1: Yes and
4: giant
0: James days too. yeah well that's well,
4: no lumberjanes is more giant days is
0: too <laughs> um and also i guess uh long walk to Valhalla, which is one of our graphic novel mm-hmm. uh nominees is, is Arkea, right yes
2: Yep. so yeah.
0: that's also boom look at that look at escape that escape
2: from new york like what the hell is that <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a comic book based on a movie that was made by john carpenter
2: Right. Well, I know what it is. What I I'm know,
0: saying. Joey. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, do you it's mean it's like any...
2: look at the stance? Booms like Hey, long walk to Valhalla, escape from LA, <laughs> <laughs> Bill and Ted. I do... boom.
4: You boom. All right. <laughs> Bob, you have anything else? I had... will just say to say, okay. without without naming names. Okay. Variant covers too much too many events and price too high. And I'll just leave it. I think it you're at
0: talking that. about Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Bob is doing the opposite. He's, yes, I am doing the opposite. <laughs> he's he's being oh, contrarian. He's being contrarian. He's slagging something off.
5: But but if I can say the flip side of that, I Spider would... Gwen, Silk, Spider Woman, it's, Captain Marvel, Ms. Marvel.
0: It's why there's it's a world... conflict. Yes. Good with the bad. Yes.
5: <laughs> <laughs> you gotta pay the price.
0: It's uh it's why they are Surely. nominated. Yeah. 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 Literally yeah. you have yeah. to pay the price.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Nicely. Just, done. You just gotta suck it up. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um yeah i mean i'm 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 pretty much with joey on boom i mean i for my slight annoyance with the amount of post-apocalyptic science fiction titles uh, you know aside mm-hmm. um i still though think that image is the is the publisher to beat in in this category i mean i just think that when i run down sort of my, my favorite books of the year a high percentage of them come come from image and it's still there's still the publisher that when a number one comes out i'm at least interested in 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 what is is happening there you know and uh even if it's something i don't stick with it's something that i'm at least interested in and just the sheer level of talent that they that they manage to um accumulate and, and put out put out books on a regular basis it's, it's pretty it's pretty it's astounding an all-star to me. team really is yeah absolutely um and so for me, they're still up there, but this is the first year where another publisher was kind of close in, in, in my mind. Um, Boom has definitely come the closest of any of the, of the times we've voted on this to being something that I almost voted on over um, Image. But huh? I, I, mean, I look at Image and I, I just I, I can't get over how much great stuff pops out of, of, of their line so that's still the, the, the number one for me by, by a mile but um, Teen then, Dog teen... <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, I'm said. just going to quickly also say image um, Marvel did a lot of really good stuff this year um, Secret Wars aside <laughs> um, but I, I think that um, where they kind of initially started off with you know, um, their heart in the right place uh, uh, about bringing diversity, um, diverse titles and creators and all sorts of stuff. Their message got sort of lost when they started putting um, certain creators on certain books um, and kind of doing some questionable choices that um, come last year would have felt like pandering, and now it kind of feels like they're getting a bit lazy again with it. They're like, oh, we've got the attention we wanted from this. They're also pirates. Yeah. Um, (laughs) uh, They're they're just like, all right, fuck it. Um, So I I feel like Marvel needs to step it back up. I feel like they need to take a look at what they did right, what garnered um, critical acclaim from, you know, everyone and be like, okay, let's... In 2016, someone's dying. You can hear the siren. <laughs> um, uh, that's because I live in a questionable neighborhood. <laughs> Anyways. Um, Joe Quesada
4: is coming for you.
3: <laughs> save, me, save me Spider-Man. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, like I just think that they need to reevaluate. I think for me, Image, Dark Horse, Boom, the Indies uh, really stepped it up. And were like, no, we're coming for you. We're coming for, you know the people who aren't buying your really expensive books. (laughs) Um, And uh, yeah, and they didn't just um, cater to people who couldn't afford Marvel and DC. They just put out all these amazing quality titles and let people just come to them. And Boom especially, um, Image is still my number one, but Boom really um, had an astounding number of um, all ages books and kids' books, and um, is important, really, really important in helping to usher in a new era. So um, for everything else that they may or may not be doing, um, they are keeping uh, our future alive. I'm also done.
4: If we had a most improved category, Mm -hmm. DC. Yeah, I mean, as far because as yeah, we they went we, we me particularly Catwoman complained stuff. a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, right, they went through a lot of bad times, and we called them on the carpet mm-hmm. on for a lot of it. But uh, with Mark Doyle and what started mm-hmm. to happen with Batgirl, Gotham Academy, Black Canary, mm-hmm. Bizarro, all mm-hmm. all the other crazy things that were trying.
3: Not to mention Catwoman. All and... right, yeah.
4: yeah. Not everything is sticking, but you know what they've changed the dynamic of what it is they're doing and they're attracting different readers you can see it mm-hmm. in the store people are picking up dc books who wouldn't have before mm-hmm. and that's yep. they'd be commended and we you know we give them grief when it's bad so yeah we should say something good when it's good so
0: absolutely to yeah them. they were uh, one of my three entrants mm-hmm. into, into into the thing in, in in general and it's exactly that reason you know they're we, we talked over the last couple of months you know about um Sort of disenchant my disenchantment with with Marvel mainly because of, of of the prices and sort of the complication of the way their line has sort of come out in in, in the last mm-hmm. couple of months. But, um, you know, for me, DC has brought me. I, I still read the same books. I. A lot of the same books I was reading before but now I read other stuff I never really thought I was going to be reading you know and uh, they've done a great job with that and they've done a like they've done a my favorite thing about what they've done in the last year is they've sort of jettisoned the sort of house style idea where mm-hmm. you know other than a few outliers all the books sort of had the same look to them um now books are allowed to have their own sort of feel and 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 look and you're absolutely right things have not stuck financially so much for them but um, uh, I'm hoping as they make these inroads and p- that that changes for them, because uh, I do really think that they that they've done some really cool stuff over over this past year. Um, and, I mean, and obviously, and th- they're not on this list, but I've had a g- song my most improved for me. Valiant is is definitely oh. one of those publishers, we don't have a most improved list. Yes. obviously, but been a great year for me reading their stuff because I wouldn't read any of their stuff basically a year ago, and now I read a bunch of it. So um, maybe.
3: For I mean, it's I I enjoy this as well the most improved but uh Bob is spearheading um uh what to come in 2016 so maybe for that show as well we can talk a little bit about um the companies that you know we want to see more from and yeah. continued growth
0: absolutely oh, I like that absolutely absolutely um so for the cover I'm just gonna run down the there's no reason to argue about any of these yes. I mean it's like it's just a personal taste but I'm just gonna read them out uh. Ant Man number four, Batman number forty, Hank Johnson, Agent of Hydra, uh, Inhuman number twelve. It's that that's this this is the um, Phil Noto Mm -hmm. variant and uh, Thor number one, volume two, which is the Russell Dowderman wraparound cover. Um, Those are the nominees for for that. Um, I I know losing this one badly. I know Joey Joey will say there's a there's a a bear and an Ant Man, but. Um, yes. but that, that argument aside, we're going to skip over debating about cover cause there's really not much to <laughs> debate about. <laughs> um, uh, but let's go to breakthrough writer. Uh, Mara, do you have
5: the nominees in front of you? I do. Okay. I do. We have Becky Cloonan, Ryan North, Siobhan Sage, Genevieve Valentine, and Chip Zarski.
0: And, uh, who, who's your horse in this race, Mara?
5: When, when I look at this list and, and think about, you know, who I thought had a, a good, breakthrough year um i i would like to propose becky clunan
1: Hmm.
5: and and part of that is um gotham academy and southern cross Mm -hmm. i thought were two very different and yet both equally enjoyable pieces from her
0: absolutely and it's it's i mean a couple years ago right it was a couple years ago right seven that you were you talked about the the sort of mini comics right that she was selling yeah, yeah. Um, um they're
3: collected now in um a hardcover called by Chance or providence oh. um but she is a fantastic writer and um we briefly touched upon this um on the misfits this week but um i especially think you know She's gonna be somebody that if you aren't watching now, you will be paying attention to next year as she's gonna be the first woman to write the Punisher. It's true. In twenty sixteen, mm-hmm. that's um, she was the first woman to draw Batman, and I, I realized well, the first I, woman I to draw rest. to draw,
0: oh yeah, the Batman book. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yes. yeah, 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 um,
3: officially, I yeah. Officially, yeah, officially. Yeah, no, you're right. Ladies all over the place are like. I'm going to draw Batman. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, what Ramona Frayden you know, did in also, Super Friends. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah. meant, I just yeah. meant not the character in the book, the actual the book. Batman Batman. book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just to clarify, that's all.
3: Uh, but yeah, her, her work uh, with wolves, the Meyer, uh, Demeter, uh, Demeter, whatever you want to call it. Um, it's just brilliant. Like she is an amazing writer. Mm-hmm. Um, again, the work that she has done with Gotham Academy, um, and everything else that she's done this year southern cross um I, I think she's proven that she has an incredible range and um i agree 100% with you mara like
5: she is um probably my number one choice here for mm-hmm. best breakthrough i think the distinction for me is i used to think of her as an artist mm-hmm. and now i think of her as the whole package
1: mm-hmm. yeah. and i, I think
5: agree. To me, that's, that's the mark of a breakthrough for perception to be changed and, you know, to be noted that way. Also, she has a really awesome Instagram account.
1: Uh, yes,
5: <laughs> she does. So um, there's points there.
3: Uh, but yeah, I mean, my close second would be Chip Zdarsky for mm-hmm. the same reasons. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, you know, he had Keptara, uh, Howard the Duck... Um, Obviously, Sex Criminals. Um, Jughead. 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 Sorry, yeah. Um, I think he really made a seamless transition from being an artist uh, to being a writer. And I mean, obviously, he's still an artist. Being a writer doesn't take away... Can you hear my neighbor sneezing? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry, all <laughs> I can hear is... that's like a weird <laughs> sneeze. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> Uh, Anyways, uh, (laughs) so yeah, Chip, uh, for very similar reasons, uh, is up there. Um, uh, Stepan Sedic would be up there, but like for lack of sort of um, stuff he did, like Becky and Chip are, you know, really out there. They're doing a lot of different books. Um, So almost everyone on this list is on there for very similar reasons for me,
1: Mm -hmm. Uh,
3: but Becky... And Chip uh, are my rah rah rahs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Joey, you were said you were gonna mention Chip as well. Yeah,
2: I was. I was as um, Mara and Stephanie were talking about Becky Cloonan. Though I was like, oh, this is exactly what I would say about Chip Zdarsky. <laughs> and then I thought about you know my experience with with um, Becky Cloonan too as an artist for years, like for years seeing her on you know kind of indie books and, and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, I've been swayed. I've been swayed in the last five minutes off of uh, Chip and and towards the Becky camp.
5: Hot
3: dog, (laughs) (laughs) team dog. Don't say hot dog. That just brings us back to Jughead and Chip again. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry.
0: It's all right, right. Um, Bob. Do you have anyone you sure?
4: Since we we're going to end up talking about state change a lot as Mm -hmm. we go, but. To me, well, I'm going to save that for the next category.
0: Okay, just
4: the artist, because we're not going to speak about Ryan North otherwise mm-hmm. until we get further further along. Uh, I sort of knew the name only in really passing, as people showed me Adventure Time, which was fun to look at, mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. But to take Doreen Green, this minor Great Lakes Avengers character, and make it into a book that ends up at the bottom of my pile every time that it's out because it's the thing that gives me the most pleasure in a, in a given week, that it is knowing as a superhero parody, but yet is full of heart to go mm-hmm. with it, that you really, you want this character to do well. You feel for the craziness that goes on and revel in her successes. And it's just so different to see a character acting and doing things in this way. And it still sort of turns out like it really is a superhero book somehow, and it just an amazing balance for me.
0: Yeah, um, I, my, my my kind of weight is is behind uh, I think Zdarsky as, as well in this category for exactly the same reasons you're talking about with with Becky. Um, I, you know, sex criminals like, and his like kind of persona. I already mm-hmm. always sort of figured that he was a, 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 he obviously was a funny guy. But I didn't know how that would translate into sort of his writing. And when he got announced, he's writing in these books. I was like, "Oh, that's exciting! Like, I love like Chip Zdarsky, the, the the sort of personality. But what does that mean as Chip Zdarsky, the writer? And and he proved so much that he is such a sharp humorist and and so funny and 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 so deft at, at crafting comedic stories that kind of draw you through you know month to month, which is incredibly important when you're when yes. you're writing comics, obviously and. Um, you know, there, there were so many, I had the most laugh out loud moments of reading anything this year of reading the stuff that uh, reading Howard, the duck and of reading jug the, of reading Jughead. Those were the two times I, I think I laughed the hardest all year reading something. Um, and you know, that's pretty special to me because I, I think it's it is tough to be very, very funny. And we have, we have other people, obviously Ryan North is, is a, is a similar, is a similar mm-hmm. in, in that vein is it's very t- difficult to be funny when you're not controlling the pace of, of 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 what's happening and both of these people do it um extremely extremely well but for me Chip just it, it was amazing to me that he could be that good of an artist and also that good of a writer it it, it was it was pretty mind blowing to me um and you know it's tough cuz again we talk about how all of these are are, are great entrants into this thing and, and i feel the same way about becky in a lot of ways becky Cloonan in, in in a lot of ways it's just um uh, it's amazing to me these people it's just it's not, something's unfair how talented these people are remember
4: it's <laughs> so are. unfair it yeah. is it was our maybe the first year we did this maybe it was the second wherever the, the before Watchmen was out yeah and I had selected Am, Amanda Connor mm-hmm. as a breakthrough writer mm-hmm. we knew her from being a tremendous artist mm-hmm. but that before Watchmen series was just so wonderfully written mm-hmm. that it was the highlight of that entire series of books right and And now that that is translated to all the other things she's writing for DC and for Aftershock, it's wow. It's all on us. We did that.
0: Yeah, it's all it's all us. Yeah, it's all
4: us. (laughs) We are the reason we (laughs) are the reason.
0: Yeah. Got rired. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) In a good way. Yeah, she didn't get
2: canceled
4: yet.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um all right. Uh Stephanie, do you wanna read out the nominees for Breakthrough Artist? Not really. No? Okay. I'm kidding. I'll (laughs) tell you that. Okay.
3: Um, so we have Tyler Crook. Russell Dodderman. Erica Henderson, uh Stepan Sedgic and Annie Wu. All
0: right. Who's your who's your uh, number 1 in this this race? Who do you want to stump for Stephanie?
3: I my list I I wrote down I, my numbers can't be trusted here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I know who I put forward for this. Um and I know why this person isn't on Okay, <clears throat> somebody else go. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Oh, I'd man. like to say something about Annie Wu. Absolutely, Mara. Hey. Um, I didn't know who she was before this year. <laughs> <laughs> so to me, that's kind of um, bringing her to the forefront of, of my mind as a comic reader and, mm-hmm. um, you know, her work on Hawkeye and then also on Black Canaries is very different and distinctive. And I would love to have a commission by her.
0: Yes, I have a Jughead
5: commission by her. <laughs> what? <laughs> I want to put this layer.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it was it was interesting because um, we mentioned David Bowie before, but I was like, I really have to get a commission at David Bowie, and the first person I thought of was Annie Wu. Um, yes. But yeah, she she's amazing, a, amazing artist. Uh, what about you, Joey? Who do you got?
2: I well for this, for this. I blasted through Harrow County, mm-hmm. um, and Tyler Crook did the artwork on that. Yes. One, right? It was stunning, absolutely stunning. And I heard you guys talk about Harrow County often on the show and and obviously when we did the best ofs. And I was like, how good could this stuff be? <laughs> um, and and it's just so the way that he he illustrates that that series is so perfect for the content. Uh, and it's for a, a book that is, you know, a horror book the, the brightness in, in his illustration and in his artwork, um, and the yellows and the reds, it's just so interesting to look at and so engaging. Um, and the, the kind of rustic quality of his figure work is just, it was, was really, really wonderful. Um, and I was like, all right, I dig this Harrow County stuff and I, and I really <laughs> like the book. And part of it is, or most of that is because of, of, Tyler Crook's work,
0: mm. yeah. There's interesting the back matter of the the trade he talks about he does everything in water watercolors. Yeah. I and, think that adds to it. Yeah, and he if he if he if he does something he doesn't like, he has to do the whole thing over again, which is an insane yeah. it's insane the amount of work that must take to do that. Um, yeah, it's it's it really is a it's a pretty amazing art style and definitely one of those things where talking about breakthrough, he just came out of nowhere for me. You know, it just. Uh, this book written by Colin Bunn, I, lo- I love Colin Bunn, Excited. Look at. It, but then you look at the, look at those preview images that came out, and it just it sold it immediately. Um, it's just one of those things where the the style is so perfect for the mm. for for the, the the style of book that it is. Um, Bob, who's your well, uh, for me? It's certainly Stepan Sheyich here.
4: Just as Mara was saying, someone whose work I didn't know at all if it wasn't pointed out to us by people on the forum, and. In both the fantasy worlds and the real world, he manages to balance huge action pieces with the most charming human emotions that go with them. The, the, the expressiveness of those faces and the body language that surrounds it sometimes with it as they play off each other is not like anything else I've seen in a very, very long time. Hmm. And that it manages to be in so many different books, whether it's Rat Queens, Sunstone, Death Vigil, Now Switch... It seems to be able to, do, we are a lot of people on this, they're all tremendous. His work seems to fall into a place where there are little bits of all of that. There's horror and there's humor and there's action and it's,
0: it's breathtaking. Mm. Absolutely. Stephanie, have you figured your thing out yet? No. No? Okay.
3: <laughs> I'm really torn up inside. Like everyone is so awesome on this list. Um, And like, I have some arguments for some other people later in other spots <laughs> and I don't know if I want to waste is not the right word <laughs> um use my moxie? Yeah, you maybe? don't want to play
0: your card too early. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I got gotcha. you.
3: Don't. I got gotcha. you. So, I'm going to just um I'm going to bow out and be like, yeah, Annie woo. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: a fine pick. It's a needless fine, to say. fine pick indeed. Um Alright, so um are gonna graphic novel next? Bob, do you wanna read the, sure. the nominees?
4: We have Heart in a Box, Long Walk to Valhalla, The Sculptor, Step Aside Pops, and Two Brothers.
0: Alright. Joey, do you wanna do you wanna give us a reason why we should vote for one of these?
2: Um I'm gonna go back to the sculptor. Uh and I love Long Walk to Valhalla. That was one of my favorite books. I wrote the review on it, and that was a huge surprise. But the thing about sculptor, and the thing about Scott McCloud, I mentioned this on the thing. Like, the guy literally wrote the book on on making comics, and when it comes to graphic novels and and what he's done with his, um, with the work with the medium, I think is is so important and so bold. And I think a lot of in a lot of ways, what he does with the sculptor and the concepts of art. It, thematically he translates that into how he constructed that book and i think if we're thinking about graphic novels and if we're thinking about you know the distinction between you know a single issue and the distinction between like a comic strip and and what makes a graphic novel a graphic novel and what a graphic novel can do i feel like a book like this sculptor um, really captures that mm. i could say the same thing about two brothers to be honest too but mm. I got a little bit of an edge on on Scott McCloud. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Mara, what about you?
5: I think I'm, I'm still team Valhalla. Okay. And, you know, part of it is poor Arkansas. We don't have very many stories <laughs> that take place here. We don't get a lot of attention, especially the poor parts of Arkansas, like the ones that are featured in Valhalla. And it was nice to see... A lot of humanizing characterizations coming from from that area and from that culture and people who whose lives are affected by drugs or poverty or family obligations or this this idea that you cannot escape your past or get away. And I thought the ar- artwork was beautiful. I could not believe it was from people who have such limited experience in making graphic novels and making comics and, and stories like that. And um, it's definitely something that that stuck with me
0: absolutely
4: bob well gee since those two got taken already <laughs> uh or i've spoken to both that's okay um in steve's absence i'll talk about heart in a box okay. which was tremendously heartfelt and winning i managed to secrete myself away for about 40 minutes in a barnes and noble when they weren't <laughs> looking and just sit there and read it because my local library did not stock this oh. uh, which was, <gasps> i know right but it We've all had our hearts broken, mm-hmm. and in this case, your lead character has it happen for real. Mm-hmm. And that that reclaiming of one's own humanity through a process of discovery, which we all try to do in those situations, it just played out so brilliantly in the graphics of the book and in the words that go with it. Just a lovely little piece.
0: Yeah, so hard in the box. Um, you know, the one, before we when we did the nomination show. I I said like I, I'm very I looked at my graphic novels I think I I'd, I'd only read Two Brothers is the only one I really mm-hmm. read and 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 loved, uh, and Two Brothers is great. Um, it's it's one of those books though it's so it's so it's a difficult read because it's so it's dense, it's dense and it's mm-hmm. also there's there's nothing really hopeful about no, Two Brothers right no. it's right. it's very. You know, Day Tripper is is an intense book and a dense book, but it's a book that's ultimately uplifting in, in, in a lot of ways, even though it's about death. And Two Brothers is kind of a lot, almost its mirror in, in, in a lot of ways, right? It's a very difficult book to read. Um, and it was really a pleasure going through, and I, I had to really read four out of the five of these books for the first time, and it was a really good, nice way to spend the last couple of weeks reading these books. And the one I came out with, feeling the most strongly about was actually the the last one I expected to feel the most strongly about, mm-hmm. which was Step Aside, Pops. Really? <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> um, nice. It, it was interesting because it's very different from all the rest of it. It's not yeah. a cohesive story. We, we've talked about Hark of Vagrant many times on, on this mm-hmm. show um, and, and uh, from all the time, for all the times we've talked about it, or you guys have talked about it, I have never read that collection of of, of books. How dare you! I'll have, to, I'll have to lend it to you. It. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I. I, I We're I, stopping right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so step aside, pops. Other than I mean, I've read a couple of like the little bits here and there. Um, step aside, pops is really my first really like prolonged time reading that stuff, and obviously it's the one that's going for the most humorous. So obviously it'd be the like the the most sort of. I guess uh, easy uh, uh, to yes. to read because it's it, it, it easy in both you know just how quick it goes and also just the feeling you get reading it. Um, but and this is also we talked about a couple of years ago, so I feel like I'm just uh, a person Preach who like, it. watches a movie it. too late yeah. and then yeah. is like this movie is awesome. You know, you guys seen Heat? Um, so, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but I the 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 intelligence and the how clever every sort of nook and cranny of that collection mm-hmm. is, is incredibly impressive to me. Um, you know, I I found myself going back and rereading those little, like, um, comics based on those little cards that she would, like those yes. antiquated yes. cards that she would find. Her, like, you know, putting the story out of what those mm-hmm. were. Um, and, you know, just, like, I don't think I've ever read a collection of comics that kind of riffs on Weathering Heights and, and stuff like <laughs> that. All that stuff is, it was just... Such a breath of fresh air to me. And might be because I read it right after I read Two Brothers again. <laughs> Perfect palate cleanser in that way. Yeah, exactly. But when, after I read all these books and and I there were things about all of them that I really, really loved, mm-hmm. and and um you know, uh with the sculptor probably being the, the closest to, to this for me, but uh it just I just had so much fun and, and I, it was the one that I wanted to tell people to read and, and to buy and to check out, you know, I, I kind of, I, I told my wife after I finished reading, I was like, you have to read this because you will absolutely <laughs> adore this book. Um, And, and that, so for me, that's why it was, mm-hmm. I never expected it to be the one I voted for the most and it's going to be the one I, I put the, the most weight behind, which mm-hmm. is, I never nice. would have expected that ever. So um, big ups to Step Aside Pops. And it's it such an a,
3: yeah. Yes. oh my god yes. I yes. love the Nancy Drew stuff like so <laughs> much um, but it's such a great gateway comic too because the Step Aside Pop stuff has that very um, familiar Sunday newspaper strip kind of feels to them and, and everyone read those everyone there wasn't somebody who didn't read those when newspapers were still a thing um, <laughs> sure. you know like and it's relatable in that sense like it's like oh, it's it's a throwback and you can give step aside pops, hark a vagrant, um, anything Kate Beaton to literally anybody and there is something in there that they will love, not just like love. <laughs> um, there is something for everybody. Kate Beaton is incredibly intelligent. she's clearly a huge history buff, fiction buff like she knows her comics. That girl is well-rounded and incredibly intelligent, and it comes forth in these very silly, ridiculous comics, and yet they still have this weight to them that and it it sticks with you. Um, Her stuff is just brilliant, and I I 100% agree that like you know, um, you kind of forget. For people, people who haven't read it, how powerful some of the things that she writes is, and like we forget that just comics are funny books.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty great. Um, all right, so I think we can we can move on. That was that was a good one. Yeah, uh, Stephanie. Unless there's another one, I think it's the only one that we didn't we didn't not talk about any of them.
3: <laughs> um, that's okay. They are all awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. But, I'm I'm okay with what we've. I'm
0: bored and Alright. Is there anything you want to say about any of the other ones? No. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <This is laughs> no. Oh. Nope. Gross. All that's been said um, can yeah. be said. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. I'm good. All right. Um, we're gonna single issue in one shot next. Ooh. Um. I'll read the nominees. That we have: Batgirl number forty-five, Captain Marvel number fifteen, Lazarus number fifteen, Silver Surfer number eleven, and Wicked and the Divine number thirteen. Mm-hmm. All right. Joey. Um,
2: So what I tried to do with this one is read the single issues by themselves Mm -hmm. first before going back into some of these series. And the one that really popped for me was Batgirl 45. Um, And I have not read any of the Batgirl stuff um, kind of in passing. I know about the book and I I read a little bit here and there. But Batgirl 45 – I love the artwork. I loved the characterization. I loved how... Can we talk about, like, spoilers? Does Mm -hmm. that count? Absolutely. Yeah, we can talk about it, yeah. Um, The way that that, uh, Barbara deals with uh, when Dick Grayson shows up and the conversation and the banter... I felt like I knew these characters, even though I hadn't read the forty-four issues uh, sequentially beforehand. And in terms of we're talking about a single issue that grabs you and tells a story cohesively, and you feel invested just from the beginning to the end, back forty-five was the one that, out of the five, really really stood out for me. And I and like I want to go back and catch up with the entire book because of this one issue. So. Um, I, that's why it's kind of at the top of my list, which again kind of is, is surprising because I didn't read the rest of the book, but I really love this issue.
0: Wow. Wow, it's uh, a surprise. Of- yeah, definitely. definitely Bob, what about you? For me, it was my pick to start with
4: and it was my pick, I think the instant I read Captain Marvel 15, uh, which returned Carol to Earth after her sojourn in space as the Avengers ambassador to the other worlds and comes back to, since we're spoiling everything, comes back to the death of her mentor, Tracy Burke, who we've seen struggling with cancer from the very start of the mm. relaunch of Captain Marvel. And it's told in a in a flashback setting where Tracy's written a letter that Steve Rogers is reading to Carol, who is so distraught that she missed being here. And as Tracy tells her own story about what her own life was like with, with her, her life partner and how that was looked upon back in the time when they were working at the magazine for, uh, with Carol for Jonah back in the old Ms. Marvel days and through the, her Ms. Marvel career and everything else and how they kept interacting, intersecting and their lives collided and reconnected. And I was I was in tears at the beginning, I was in tears at the middle. and. <laughs> laughing my brains out at the end while still crying as we get to something that is just so perfect for a finish of a series and a run and everything and it's just that there's 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 a do the next right thing and move on yeah. and it's just brilliant so to Kelly Sue DeConnick and David Lopez thank you much
2: and Kelly Sue's letter at the very end is was wonderful too
4: yeah that was some more crying stuff too <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh man. Um, Mara, do you have any, any of these that you want to campaign for?
5: Uh, they're all awesome. Um, but I do, I do want to point out Lazarus. Mm. Speak in my language, Mara. Uh, that, that issue <laughs> just blew me away. I mean, I think I mentioned before that I've been following the series since the beginning, but no, no other issue stands out to me than the issue where Sonia and and Forever are are fighting, and it's so heartbreaking because these two women don't have any friends, and they they are finally connecting with each other, and then forced by their families to to battle. And then Michael Lark did such a great job narrating that scene just through images, and it was the uh, I, I believe it was the wrap up for that arc too. So it was kind of um, yeah, it was ended on mm-hmm. the the cliffhanger where you're like, uh, great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was one that, you know, it wasn't as emotional as, as Captain Marvel or as just delightfully adorable as, as Batgirl. But it was one issue that, you know, in prepping for this, this award show and everything. And I just had gone back on a whim to read all of Lazarus. And I was like, yeah, this is, this is my favorite issue.
0: Yeah. Mm. It's it's one of those issues where I, I feel like if you weren't to talk to somebody and say here's like an issue that defines kind of what the whole sort of series is sort of like you know mm-hmm. I I think that's that's that issue as well because it really does show you the heart of that issue which is this we talked about this when we we're doing the best of's mm-hmm. the 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 nomination shows how there are these characters who the last thing in the world they want to do is 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 fight but that's all they have been ever trained or bred to do, and uh, just such an amazing issue. And like you said, Mara, writing and art—it's just—it's a—it's just so fantastic. Um, that was one of the things where, because I'm—I read it in trade, so that was the—that was like the last issue mm-hmm. of the series I read for a very long time, and I—and I just like, uh, it, it, I I I I finished that issue and went, "This is the fucking best thing." out there like that's that's how it left me after that 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 last that third arc and to me having an issue make you feel that way is like that's the definition to me of, of a great issue
5: like if you want to punch the sky after you 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 read it you yeah, know it's a good yeah. issue exactly Just <laughs> Yes. Yeah.
0: um absolutely i mean i mean for me uh silver surfer number 11 is you know I, it's it's so it's it's two things right because it, it's it's the it's the narrative and and it's the, it's the characters that make the issue what it is but just also design wise it's so above and beyond anything I've I've read this year yeah. you know it it reminded me in a lot of ways of reading that Batman issue um, you know where we had to sort of like turn or, or turn yes. around the, the where it was the issue itself was a maze. I mean, this is another level on top of that. Uh, you know, it's already completely at the top of of his game. Um, uh, and it's slot also at the top of his game, creating this story and narrative that supports the, these visuals. Because it's it's it absolutely the visuals are, are the king and 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 I sure. think because they yeah. they take you through the entire the entire story. But um, the way that the issue was wrapped around itself, uh, it's just. S- stunning. And, and yeah. it has all the things that the rest of the series has, which is, it, I feel like every page has so much on it, so much detail, so much personality. And, and, and to layer on top of that, this insane sort of structure and and, and flow, it just it blew yeah, me away. For people it. who
4: haven't read it, it is literally a Mobius strip, yeah. which is on the cover where the it's a never-ending story that loops back into itself twice
2: yeah <laughs> it's nuts yeah can i say something about silver surfer yeah of course um on marvel unlimited it does not loop really it Is they they yeah. printed it they lay it out straight oh what so a waste so i remembered you guys talking about silver surfer 11 and i was like when does it like flip over on top of itself right <laughs> to and turn so your it computer like, upside instead down. of being 21 slides it was like 60 slides or something oh really um oh. But then I looked it up afterwards. I was like, I feel like they talked about it being a Mobius strip, and I saw some of the design stuff. So if you're reading it on Marvel Unlimited or, or digitally, you don't necessarily get that experience.
5: Yeah, the guided view did a huge disservice to me there. Yeah, that's a big shame.
0: Because um, it's this crazy thing where if you, if you don't break off of the, the strip, yeah. you'll never finish the book. Yes. Like you have to break, the, you have to do exactly what, what the character the has, has to do, which that was one of the such a genius thing. You have to do what the character does in order to finish the story. You have to break out of the cycle because the book doesn't naturally take you off the cycle. You 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 could end up just going around and around and around on it, if, which should be pleasurable, I yes. guess.
2: <laughs> that
0: seems much more effective
2: than what I read. Yes, <laughs> yes
0: absolutely, absolutely. Damn it, Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just it's just a brilliantly designed book. I. I one of those things where when we were doing issue best issue it was like one of the first things that I I thought of was that so absolutely and it's it's even tough to pick in that series a a, a best one issue because there are other that that, issue is definitely the showiest of all of them right but there are like that whole Galactus thing is like is is so amazing, but we'll talk about that later um, in another. Speaking category. of which, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, let's do let's do story arc. Bob, oh, you want to read okay. the nominees? Best story hey,
3: arc. Oh, to sorry, I'm sorry, sorry, oh. I'm sorry. God, so, just have to be a jerk at least one time a show. No, huh? it's the first
0: time I forgot you, so that's pretty impressive considering there's five <laughs> of us here.
3: <laughs> no, I just want to reiterate, um, Batgirl again. Like I, mm. I think that this issue, um is really pivotal for DC. You know, we brought to attention the fact that um, DC was probably the most improved in terms of publishers this past year. And um given the enormous controversy in Batwoman, where Batwoman wasn't allowed to marry her partner um, a couple years ago, this issue was such a turning point for me and um, in viewing, DC and kind of seeing how they're like, oh, okay, we get it. Like, this is the world. It's 2016. We get it. Okay. And uh, the story was just so touching um, and emotional. And you could see that all of the creators, um, the whole team were just, this was such an important book for them to write, draw, put together and put out there um, and that came through on every single page for me. Um, and it was just emotional, both in the content and, again, knowing what a fight it must have been for editors like Mark Doyle to get this on the stands. Um, so I, I just want to, you know, you guys made awesome cases for all your books. But, again, in terms of diversity and um Things being kind of turned around uh, with the big two, this is one of the biggest, if not biggest, uh, single issues to come out in 2015.
0: Very nice, Seven. You're being very. You have all your points together today. I don't know what's what's I going know. on. No,
3: I've got my shit together. <laughs> I got it good. It was uh, that I eye had a tiger. tiger.
1: Yeah. oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. Nope.
0: All right. Now, Bob, read the nominees for Best Story Arc. Best Story Arc.
4: Batgirl, Volume 2, The Wedding. Lazarus, Volume 3, Conclave. Ms. Marvel, 16 to 19, Last Days. Silver Surfer, 8 to 11, Galactus. Thor, 1 through 8, Whosoever Holds This Hammer.
0: All right. You got lazy on this one, Bob. You only put the dots. Whosoever holds, dot, dot, dot. I didn't want to go into a second line.
1: (laughs) I do not want to spoil the graphic design of the box.
0: (laughs) So, Bob... Which one for you? Well, only because I think
4: someone else is going to talk about Silver Surfer.
0: <laughs> you, you shouldn't. You shouldn't bet on that. Bob. Okay,
4: then I'll no, just no, go. Fine. Yeah. So okay. So we'll, we'll skip. We'll skip what I was going to talk about, <laughs> and hopefully someone else talks about that. Okay. All the things you were saying, Bobby, about Silver Surfer have been true from the from the beginning of this run by Dan and and the All Reds, in that you have a character that has never really been particularly successful even with Stan doing it and he wouldn't let anyone else touch it, it has become a way to to espouse a a wonderful humanistic philosophy as Stan did through the book, but also give us cosmic grandeur and and splendor, wild humor, an amazing supporting character co-star at this point in Dawn Greenwood, who is our eyes on the universe as she explores everything and learns for herself, but while doing it, teaches the Silver Surfer what it's like to be human, to be responsible for one's actions that he's done for all these centuries. And, and as Galactus's herald, it's a book that'll make you laugh and cry. It'll make you turn it upside down and read <laughs> it backwards. It provides <laughs> you're not on the internet and just amaze you every time you turn the page mm-hmm. at, at the words and the pictures. So Silver Surfer, those three stories as he comes backwards around to the to a planet that is filled with one from every race mm-hmm. of all the planets destroyed by Galactus, and he has to face up to this is what he did and tries to find them a new home by facing off against his former master, brilliance.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's an amazing, amazing arc. Um, w- you know, uh, we talked about issue 11, um, but the other issues in it are... It, it, the, um i can't remember i can't remember one of them was so affecting to me i can't remember which number Mm -hmm. it was it was so affecting me like it was one of those intense like emotional experiences Mm -hmm. you know what i mean where the planet was killing yeah yeah, yeah. yes yeah that's 10 10 yeah 10 10. okay it's 10 yeah 10 10. Uh, you know uh i remember i think it was late last year early this year i remember it was when stephanie pointed us towards requiem right silver Surfer, requiem um which is uh Pulverizing a couple of yeah. issues of a book, um, but this book that issue felt like that to me, you know. But and then you contrast it with sort of like the, you know, the fun mayhem of, of eleven. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's it's amazing they can shift tones so much and, and it and it work so so well. And of course it's gorgeous. It's a drop dead gorgeous book, hundred um, percent. Mara, what, what's your what, what's your uh, horse in this race?
5: For, for arcs. For arcs. Um, I think it has to be Miss Marvel the last days. And part of that was the payoff for a lot of the, the things that Kamala was going through at the time, um, issues with her family and with Bruno and and with Captain Marvel and all these things started to come together in this time that was so stressful for her that I mean each issue in that arc was just it was emotionally draining. But still very rewarding, and it was one where when I went back to read it again, I was like, "This is the this is the kind of comic I want to read more of," and just renewed my my love for the character.
2: Amen. Mm. Same.
0: Is that
5: yours too, Joey?
2: Yeah, and uh, the one of the reasons why I really latched on to that series in particular, and, and is that the high school that she goes to is five blocks from where I live, mm-hmm. you know, obviously <laughs> fake, like fictional, like yeah, yeah. It's, it's fictionalized. Right. But you know, every every time she goes to the high school or, or in the, in those last issues where they use it as the, the, the shelter, um, the, the, it it, it, it hits home, you know, mm-hmm. and, and the way that that book really brought all of the craziness of, Superheroics, Marvel, the whole Secret Wars thing, and brought it down to Kamala and the the, the stuff with uh, her family and the the she they they break into the room and there's like cats there is that that's in, in those issues <laughs> and I'm like and I'm like this is like a Secret Wars tie-in book you know and and oh yeah this is why Miss Marvel is as good as it is and, and does what it does. So living in Jersey city, having that, that relevance, but also on top of it, just being a really, really amazing book. Um, Yeah. That's why it's at the top for me too. Hmm.
0: Stephanie, what about you?
3: Um, For me, I mean, the strongest connection I have to something in this, um, in this category, once again, is Batgirl. Uh, and I mean, I, I think I summed it up. Um, as best as I can, when I spoke on um, the single issue, uh, and that more or less kind of brings together the whole volume for me. It was just so solid. Um, so yeah, I mean Thor's up there, but it it lost some points for that. Who's Thor? Shenanigans. <laughs> that was the whole conceit yeah. of the arc. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It annoyed me a lot <laughs> like that aside it was great but i just i wanted to know <laughs> yeah.
0: um yeah i mean again i think i think i'm with bob with 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 silver surfer i mean the the, the closest thing for me is up uh, is lazarus and we talked about um that we like we, just, just as stephanie had said we we're talking about single issues um but conclave to me is like the first two arcs are both amazing like it's it's all it's all great um but just the sheer force and power of of what conclave does and how it it, it dips you into you know this this world in a, in a way that you 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 didn't in the, in the in the first two um you know it just it does what what all great series should do which is it it just gets better as it goes you know it's it, it, for me the mark of greatness is each time you sort of you know leave something you're like oh that's the best that it's done you know even though yeah. right before that that was the best thing that it had done and and for me conclave what was that way the, oh, the momentum as it built into yeah. that was just
4: inexorable yes and it was terrible to watch because you yeah. could see it was coming and it was yeah. not going to be good when you got there but you had to you had to watch
0: yeah yeah and there's like you know there's there's spy craft going on in that too which yeah. always makes me happy in, in, in any sort of any sort of story and uh, you know It sort of was the place where, even though there's there's obviously still more unanswered questions to come, after it's over, where all the sort of machinations that have been going on throughout the first two, uh, all the double crosses and all of like the the scene Mm of people's backs sort of came to a head all all at one time. And that was a great feeling to see all of those things sort of converge in in, in one place. Um, It
5: makes me really excited for the source book that's coming out this year. Oh,
0: yeah. that's so
5: ready to, like, dive even more into that world.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely.
4: Um, uh, the, the moment the uh, the Lazari... Yeah, is, the lazari. ...come together, yeah. it is it is really sad. Yeah. Uh, it's, wow, these... You're immortal in all... And I get that, mm, yeah. but this is not a great existence. No, no, no. Not no. at all.
0: I, it's, they're, like, playing p- poker. Like, yes, sitting around yes, playing yes. poker and just... That's a great... Like I said, it's like... These killing... These people bred to kill. Mm-hmm. Like, they just... The the other people that, that in this world that are also bred to kill are the only people who also understand them in, in any yeah. sort of way. The only only way they can understand each other, you know, they can feel really at home is around these other people who they're destined to at one point or another have to have to try to yeah. kill. That reminded <laughs> me of a, a samurai movie yeah. or, or an
4: old western mm-hmm. where it was all the gunfighters in one room and the the, the only people who know what it's about. Yeah, among each other.
0: Exactly. Yeah. There's no there's no joy or ego or you know they have no they don't really they're not bloodthirsty no. uh, you know and that's just a, it's just a great subversion of what you would expect from people so um and it's good because it, cause it's also like a it's like a an, it's expanding on what you saw all the way back in like you know yeah. the first when you see the, the you know when she meets that that other Lazarai, you know yeah. it's, it's it's a it's a wonderful way to develop the story um all right so that that's arc Let's let's move on to best new series. Um, Mara, you want to read the nominees?
5: Yes, we have Black Magic, Giant Days, Harrow County, Paper Girls, and The Unbeatable Squirrel Girl.
0: This is one of the tougher categories for me to rank. This was definitely one of the mo- the toughest ones. Yeah, for me to rank. There was there was it was tough for me. I, my number one was not that difficult for me to kind of come to, but two and three were very difficult for me to to, to rank for for myself. Um, so, uh, Stephanie, what what which one of these do you wanna do you wanna stump for?
3: Um, so this is probably not gonna shock anybody who has ever seen me on Twitter, but um, the unbeatable squirrel girl. No. Um, <laughs> shut up, Bobby, no one likes you. Um, <laughs> it's too uh, mean. All of these titles are fantastic. Um, Bobby, you're like 100% right when you're saying, you know, trying to find one, let alone like the, the follow ups, um, is incredibly difficult for this category. But um, The Unbeatable Squirrel Girl um, was this perfect all ages book that came out of nowhere. Um, Ryan North and Erica Henderson brought a character out of obscurity. Um, and obscurity being a generous word for just how obscure Squirrel (laughs) Girl was. Um, I mean, she's Squirrel Girl. Like, who the frick likes squirrels? I do, but still. (laughs) Um, They brought this character out of nowhere and, you know, just made her a superstar. They made her into something that felt like an original character. Uh, This felt like a boom book or an image book or just anything. It didn't feel like a Marvel book to me. This was full of so much heart, so many positive messages, and it just embodied everything that I could possibly want for an all ages book featuring a female lead like this. Um, It's funny. It's, you know, it's got more than just A superhero beating up the bad guys it's got kind of these weird logical responses to why don't we just like talk it out um (laughs) and all of these other things that you kind of joke around you're like that's great and then you're like oh that's really actually kind of an incredible message for kids and like young people reading this um i went online and was talking about how great this book was and Creators like Ed Brisson responded and said stuff like, This is the first like comic from Marvel or DC in like how many years that I've been able to read to my daughter, read with my daughter. And like that just for me is monumental. Um it's such a turning point when a book like this can have the numbers to keep going and to keep getting people interested in the new arcs and, you know, not just picking up the single issues, but the trades too. Um, the quips, like the little commentary along the bottom. Oh my God, chipmunk honk. Coy boy. Like, Koi boy. Oh my God, Coy yes. boy. Um, it's just such a fun book. Um, fun fact. I read this news story the other day about Ryan North getting stuck in a skate park. Like he was stuck in one of like the slopes. I was like, what? My friend was like, you've never heard of this story. And it was like this huge thing that got written up about in all the papers. And I was like, of course, this is Ryan North. Also, how did he get stuck in a skate park? He's like six, eight. Anyways. Um like, I just wanted to take a photo of my dog and this skate park thing. And then it started raining. <laughs> Um, anyway yeah go look it up seriously ride north skate, skate park, park. like mm-hmm. um, but yeah that aside unbeatable squirrel girl it was just perfect I I don't have a single bad thing to say about this um, and I think we need more comics like this um, so yeah
0: very nice sold <laughs>
4: yeah. lock it in
0: uh, lock it in Uh Bob this
4: as for everyone else i guess was the hardest category for me too in that it's turned itself around three different times mm-hmm. as as we go what i what i was is now at the bottom <laughs> but, but of a very great pile mm-hmm. of stuff uh a lot of things i'd have said about squirrel girls Stephanie already has mm. so i think uh let's tr- let's go paper girls mm. This is a book that I I always loved what Cliff Chang was doing with the Wonder Woman art, but didn't like where the stories were, but just really appreciated what he did and it was just gorgeous. And I, I want him to do something I can just totally embrace. And this story by Brian K. Vaughan, if you loved 80s sci-fi horror fantasy movies, it's there, but it's told with through a somewhat modern sensibility, looking back knowingly at that, and we can tweak it and make it somewhat more adult. And yet still have that same vibe. We care about these girls in Stony, Stony Creek, Stony Stream. Why am I drawing a blank? The name of the, the crazy town mm-hmm. there. And where it's each issue is ended with a cliffhanger and they're really good. And they, each one turns the story on its head. Mm-hmm. That is not easy to do. That is just clever, clever writing. And I'm invested. So many of these image books we always talk about, they all read like ch- arbitrary chapter breaks of larger stories not this one. It's 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 planned to end on this panel on this page. If you've turned the page from from nothing to, <gasps> yeah, what's going to happen next? <laughs> and I need to read next month. And I'm I'm a, I'm monthly on an image book. I never do this. I am here. Paper Girls, <laughs> just uh revelation for me.
0: Yeah, there. Are, I'm right with you, Bob. There are very few um, of these sort of uh, independent series that you know feel like they're telling longer stories. I love reading them in 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 chunks right i love reading them in big chunks so i can get the entire story laid out and most of them even the ones i really like i can say i really like this but i'm just going to wait cuz i know i'll end up liking it more when i read it in 6 months mm-hmm. or whatever i can't do that with paper girls i i, ha- I want to read every, every every single month it's it, it it propels me to read it every month and like you mentioned every single time there's a cliffhanger it tor- turns a story around the head and I, you know i keep an all in all was it th- four issues three issues three. three issues each of the three issues you know, issue two and three i expected them to be about the thing that was the cliffhanger in the issue nope. before and it's not but not in that sort of annoying like oh why can't they ever address the stuff that they bring up way it's just a it just always keeps me guessing and you mentioned about looking back it's a it is a book that looks back to a very right now well-worn time for people to look back on and sort of you know be self-reflexive about about that sort of era and be nostalgic about the time that time and It does that though without it being a big nostalgia play, right? It's not just trotting out references and things that that will make you feel nice, warm and fuzzy inside because you recognize those things. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just, Brian K. Vaughn's a pretty good writer, it turns out, and he's pretty (laughs) Uh, good at writing comics. Uh, And yes,
3: it also turns out that if you send away for that American Newspaper Delivery Guild card, you get one back. That's pretty awesome. What? John DeBrowa. (laughs) Brenda DeBrowa answered that question for us. Uh, he tweeted a photo of his new membership card to wow. the American Newspaper Delivery Guild. Uh, it says, "Enclosed, you will find your official ANDG membership card. We are proud to count you in our growing ranks and hope you will take take seriously the duties that membership brings."
0: That's <laughs> great. Pretty um, great. Sold. Never forget. Lock it can, in. <laughs> never
3: forget. You can stop presses, but you can't stop us. See you en route.
0: Wow, that's pretty great. Yeah
3: yeah that's pretty so just as an added bonus there's there's fun perks to being aboard paper girls
0: there absolutely is absolutely is um mara what's what's yours on this list
5: well this one kind of goes back to what stephanie was saying about um fresh romance and it kind of reviving a a genre and for me with new series this year giant days was very refreshing um I've, I've read a lot of, a lot of girly manga in my day. And I love <laughs> the slice of life stories where, you know, it's just, you have your characters and you have the life that revolves around them, the, the people they interact with, and it's just low key and really easy to identify with. And that's giant days for me. And that was something where Like I read the first issue and I text Maria and I was like, did you read Iron Days yet? (laughs) (laughs) And we just went back and forth and it made me really miss my college days when I used to live in a dorm, I used to be an RA and uh, the people you hang out with the most are the people you also share a shower with. And it was really nostalgic, even though the setting is not in America, but the, the way the characters interact with each other and the situations they found themselves in was something that, you know, I, I really look forward to reading Giant Days each time, and it's really nice that a lot of the issues can be read by themselves. Mm.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it, Giant Days—it's it, interesting because I think there are books, right, that you read and you admit, paper girls with the books I read and initially. I'm like, I love this. This is gonna mm-hmm. lists. This is gonna be on lists. You know, I I, <laughs> I, I decided right now, and, and Giant Days is that kind of book for me where. Uh, I read the the first issue, and I was like, I like this, when it comes out in trade, I'll read it, you know, this will be a fun thing to read. And I read the trade and I, I came out and I, I really liked it. But it, it in, in the in the weeks and months since I've read it, instead of it sort of receding back into the background of my mind or whatever, it's, it's grown in my estimation. And, you know, I find myself thinking about the relationships in that book mm-hmm. and... and the way it's laid out, and 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 the the visuals, and the the, the such distinct characters, and it's only it's gone up my my kind of totem pole of books very very steadily over over the last couple of months, and that takes a a special kind of book to to do that. You know, it takes a very special kind of book to be something you read, put down, and then two months later, think more about than when you put it down initially, and, and yeah, Giant Days. I never expected it to be even near the top of a list like this for me, and it, and it's very close to the top for me. Yeah,
4: when it was sitting on the table here, I sort of thumbed through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, did Steve bring it in first? I, think? I don't. I or, think so. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember. Anyways, you know. And it's really sweet and mm-hmm. cute, and yeah, you know, I've seen this before. And mm-hmm. I read it, and it was, each page it seems I turned, I liked it more and more and more. Mm-hmm. I've read the thing twice. I'm going to end up having to buy one. Yeah, <laughs> Mara, I need to ask you a technical doctory question here. Okay. Are Susan, Esther, and Daisy the id, ego, and super ego? <laughs>
5: <laughs> well, you could read that because Esther is very impulsive; mm-hmm. she does what she wants to do, and, and Daisy is very ruled by by you know being younger and history of homeschooling and, and proper and rules. And then Susan balances the two. So yeah. I, I can see that that I did not pick up on that. That's awesome. <gasps> Thank you. Mind blown.
2: <laughs> That's a psychological lens, critical reading. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going
5: to have to start from the beginning and just read it like that now. Make uh, some annotations. <laughs> it's
4: a
0: new book you can write.
5: <laughs> it is. It is.
0: Uh, Joey, w- what about you?
2: I'm Giant days. You? For all the same reasons. Okay.
0: Same. Same. <laughs> all right. Jamesies. All right. Um, miniseries. Uh, Joey, you want to read these out?
2: Sure. Uh, we had The Death Defying Dr. Mirage. Is that correct? Yes. yes. Lady Killer, mm-hmm. Star Wars Shattered Empire, Alex and Ada, and A-Force.
0: That is correct. So Joey, what what, what is it for you on this list?
2: Uh, this is a tough one. I really liked all these books. Um, I'm going to go with Death Defying Dr. Mirage. Oh. Uh, First of all, I was shocked when I purchased the book and I was like, oh, Valiant. (laughs) That's that's pretty cool. Uh, So I read it um, and I didn't realize that this character had had been around, Mm -hmm. Dr. Mirage. Uh, And I love the character. I love the art style. I love the writing. And I love the kind of concept of her abilities um, and her role and how she used them. Um, And comparing to all the rest of the miniseries, all of them were really good. They were all very different. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of one that, that popped for me and one that I kind of like uh, remembered first, I would go with Dr. Mirage.
0: Stephanie, what about you?
3: Um, yeah, it was really close uh, here. You know, like before um, uh, before we did the nominations, I probably would have said, Alex and Ada out of this list. Um, but spoilers, Dr. Mirage and Lady Killer took my number one and two spot. Mm. Um, Lady Killer, I had read like a little, the first issue of, um, and I had stepped away from it and didn't come back to it. Not because I didn't want to, but just kind of, you know, things build up, you wind up get falling behind and whether things are good or not, you um, just... Fall behind. Uh, plus, I was fairly certain the miniseries wouldn't finish because Bob kept championing it, so yeah. <laughs> um, I was pretty sure it wouldn't get a good ending. So that's, that's
1: um,
4: not a bad ploy, you know that could that could definitely happen.
3: Uh, that being said, Joelle Jones, Jamie Rich, um, with uh, colors by Laura Allred. Um, so the first thing I noticed about this book coming back to it and reading it all in one sitting last night was. The art is easily some of the most beautiful art I've ever seen in a book.
0: I totally agree with yeah. you. I read it. I read it the other night, like two nights ago. Right. I was blown away. I, I I heard you talk about it, and I knew it we was good. We were good looking because it was you, but whew, I I was floored. Sorry to interrupt you, Stephanie.
3: Yeah, no, Joelle Jones. She has really, really um, clean pencils and inks, um, and then you get those bright colors that Laura Allred is known for. Um, and she just turns that into, like, magic. Um, they are a dream team. I I want them to keep working on things. I loved the whole aesthetic to it. I loved that you had this housewife. And it wasn't sort of um, the, the scenario where it's like the Americans, the TV show, where they're Marriage is a lie, sort of. Um, This was a situation where she's an assassin, a a hit woman, and she's choosing to be a housewife uh, and not to be domesticated and all that stuff, but because she wants a family, but she also wants to work. And the work she's choosing is to kill people Mm -hmm. violently (laughs) Um, and then come home and make freaking casserole and just be like, (laughs) Hey, honey. Hey, kids. What's (laughs) up? How was your day? Want to know about my day? Too bad I'll have to kill you if I tell you. Like, she lives this dual existence, and the story is not just incredibly believable, but it's engaging and interesting. The characters are all fantastic. mother shuler
4: oh yeah i was just gonna (laughs) say the mother-in-law is (laughs) (laughs) interesting
3: and you know it's mixed with that sort of sexism that you obviously see um in that era and you saw a lot going back to you know speaking about agent carter um the year of showcasing sexism (laughs) Uh, but it was (laughs) such a fantastic read and um i was just floored by how much I enjoyed it. Um I again I don't I really liked Dr. Mirage. I really liked pretty much everything on this list. Nothing compares. Um Joelle Jones, Laura Allred, Jamie Rich, they killed it, no pun intended. <laughs> oh <laughs> <I
1: know. laughs>
2: sold, slug <Lock> it in. <laughs>
0: Oh
4: man. What about you, Bob? Well, I'm not gonna talk about Lady Killer yeah, now. There's yeah, just yeah, no yeah. real reason. I mean you can you can, I, you, can just, you can just
0: I, reinforce your support. Right. It is a book that I only
4: found because of the cover art. Mm. First time around is oh, this is interesting dichotomy that the sort of madmen advertising age era turned on its head and I have a print of the first cover sitting in my kitchen with her sweeping up mounds of blood and gore off her kitchen floor. <laughs> which I hope people don't yeah, I think I do that, but whatever. <laughs> it blends so many different styles of things together and succeeds at every single one of them. It's a satire. It's a it's a crime book. It's a hitman book. It's domestic and wild at once. It's just brilliant. And Jamie Rich, who I knew from his work with Mike already, uh from all those years ago, and, and continuing. Uh, Joel Jones, I didn't know at all, and now I can't wait. There's a second mini coming that I think is completely her work, writing mm. and art.
0: Oh, awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, Sweet.
4: Josie takes a vacation. <laughs> she goes <laughs> to Miami. This should be interesting.
0: <laughs> you know, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, you, you had talked about it on the show, and, but in the best way, too, because you had never really talked about the the plot, right? Mm-hmm. You, you, you kind of talked about the art and, you know, the, the, the tone of it. So I really, I had no idea really what, the story was about I knew that it would for looking at the cover I thought it was going to be about like like I thought she was like a psycho or something that's, yeah. that's cuz like yeah. that 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 first issue cover looks very much like that's what the case is and the fact that it was like this sort of you know hitman like to work kind of spy crafty type of type of thing I, I that's right at my alley like, so I ended up loving it and I honestly like stopped and would like just stare at some of the the pages because of how beautiful they looked um uh so yeah it was it went for something i had not read that i was like i, I need to read this to do my due diligence to something that it's not my number one on, on this mm-hmm. but it's very very close to, to being that i mean uh i loved again i i, I love all of these but uh, alex and ada which i've never read a luna a luna book before mm-hmm. you know so uh I, I had obviously heard a lot about them from steve and and stephanie over 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 the years um and i think what's fascinating to me about alex and ada is that it's a it's a long miniseries of 15 issues yeah. you know that ran for more than a year um and it, you know after the first i read the first trade before we did the last years of these and i was like this is good you know this is like but this is something like i I've, I've seen all of these parts working in other places before um so i was like you know i'll read the next ones because I, I enjoy this kind of story in the last issue of that the first bit i was i was i was like this this points something very interesting but um the 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 second too, all the issues that came out mostly this year um were just up the game every single time the emotional stuff, the the sort of heady, sort of you know, what does it mean to be human, sort yes. of ideas. Which uh, another thing I mentioned, Spycraft. That's another thing I love. <laughs> when I when I when I eventually write a list of favorite movies of the year, there's gonna be a lot of that stuff on, on there. Um, and then the way it ends, it, it, it just it's tough to stick it's tough to stick a landing, and it really does stick its landing in a very heartfelt and emotional way. Um, to the point where I got choked up reading reading that, that book. It just. It was one of the things where, in in a span of a year, it surprised me that I I ended up loving it as much as as I did. Um, really great! I love a good sci fi story, a great AI story, you know, and and this is, is both of those things. So for me, that's that's why it's my number one on, on here. Um, uh, Mara, we didn't we didn't ask you yet, right?
5: No, and this is the part of the show where I talk about Star Wars. Oh, yes.
0: Yes. (laughs) Because
5: it's common. (laughs) Uh, So all of these miniseries are fantastic. Um, Lady Killer definitely is number two on my list, but number one is Shattered Empire, Greg Rucka. I'm a bit of a Rucka fangirl, (laughs) and he did some fantastic Star Wars stuff this year. And Shattered Empire gave us Poe Dameron's parents' history with the Rebel Alliance. Um, in particular, Shara Bey, his mother, who is an A-Wing pilot who was at the second Death Star and also works closely with Princess Leia and Luke Skywalker. So, in the desert. In the desert. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then it was, it was such a nice um, it was only four issues. They were you know, heavy with action sequences and cameos, but it also really confirmed in canon that Princess Leia is very strong with the Force. And if y'all remember that scene in Naboo in the comic, uh, it was monumental. And it was also a great callback to the prequels that I don't think we're going to get that level of appreciation from the movies. So, um, yeah, Shattered Empire.
3: Mara. Yeah. Yes. So you're Bay Po. You <laughs> yeah. know that
5: Bay is son of Bay. <laughs> sure. <Shara, Bae. laughs> I saw that and I was like, I think it was on the Mary Sue in the comments and someone's like, Finally someone said it. <laughs> <laughs> just just putting that out there for you. Bay son of bay.
0: <laughs> Did you see um Oscar Isaac talking about the comic in that in in that interview?
5: Uh, about Gavin Four. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I, th- I thought that was a nice touch. Um, so Gavin scenes were in Guatemala, mm-hmm. and Oscar Isaac is uh, part Guatemalan, and it was kind of I don't know if it was was it his suggestion. It was his
0: suggestion. Yeah, yeah, oh. that, yeah.
5: That to integrate that kind of real life culture into our fantasy science fiction mm-hmm. culture.
0: Yeah, and he was just like super pumped. He's like, and now it's in a comic.
5: Yes. (laughs) It's canon. It is official. Yeah. You are Guatemalan Star Wars.
0: (laughs) 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 All right. Moving on from mini. Let's go to Best Writer. All right. Um, Stephanie, why don't you read out the nominees?
3: Okay. (laughs) Uh, So we've got Jason Aaron, Marguerite Bennett, Greg Rucka, Stepan Sejic, and Brian K. Vaughn.
0: So, um, I'm going to go first. Um, I will say okay. that one of these writers has a book nominated for Best New Series, Best Miniseries, Best Ongoing Series, and is included in overall, and that person is Greg Rucka. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yep. We're all Greg Rucka fangirls.
3: Yeah. I was going to say, doesn't Stapon Sedgwick also have that honor?
0: Um, he doesn't have anything in a new or mini series, so... Mm, okay. So there okay. you go. All right. Uh um, <laughs> yeah. eyes. Rucka Rucka. Ruck-a. So I, I just want to say state some facts. Mara, I know you, you had mentioned before how how much you love Greg Rucka. Um is he your number one in in this?
5: He's I'm actually wavering. I'm going back and forth between Rucka and someone else. Oh and, and that's someone else. Well is it the other person who writes a Star Wars comic? <laughs> <laughs> because that's the answer there. <laughs> so so Jason Aaron, mm-hmm. as you all know, um, has been writing the Star Wars comic for Marvel, which kicked off this year. Also shaped, along with um, Kieran Gillen, the first Star Wars Marvel crossover. He's been doing Thor and Doctor Strange and Southern Bastards and the, the new comic, The God Damned. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure I'm missing out on something else, but those those are the ones that I've been at least keeping up with. Or in the case of Southern Bastards, I keep buying it. <laughs> I just <laughs> haven't kind a chance to sit down and read it. So I'm I'm split between Rucka and Aaron at this point.
0: Oh my goodness, Mara.
5: I know it's it's so stressful.
0: It sounds very yes, stressful. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Joey, who who are you stumping for?
2: My my three at the top were Ruka, Aaron, and, and Marguerite Bennett. Still is is flowing at the top too mm-hmm. for the reasons that we discussed on the on the on the best of show. But um, I will say that reading through these books uh, for this, and I I've loved Greg Rucker for years, but I just hadn't read much from him this year until I I read all of you know the the stuff from the last couple of of uh, from the best of shows, and wow. He had a fantastic year. Those books were insane. Yeah, uh, Black Magic in particular mm-hmm. was was nuts.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's a great book. He's had a really great year, and for a guy who's had a lot of great years in, in his career, um, and great years since we've been doing this, he's just it's been a every single thing has been something that I I've been invested in and excited about, and and he just continues to be like a, a standout. Um, Among standouts for me,
5: and he's also released two Star Wars novels. It's true,
0: it's true. Samara, you kind of have to vote. He wrote a novel. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) two, twice. He wrote a novel twice.
5: Yes, I mean they were short, but they were good.
0: (laughs) Oh man, Um, *Mice
2: and Men* was short. Look what happened. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was
4: might be my favorite novel ever.
0: Really? Yeah. Really? Um, that's for another. That's another show. We'll do that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Favorite favorite novels. Favorite novels ever. Um. Stephanie, who are you? Uh, who are you invested in in this one?
3: All right, so we've got Marguerite Bennett, who over the last two years has been credited with something like 150 issues of comics. What um, DC Comics bombshells, Earth Two Worlds End, Angela Asgard's Assassin, Years of Future Past, A Force, Max Ride, First Flight, 1602, Sleepy Hollow, Butterfly. <laughs> Um, Angela, Queen of Hell, Swords of Sorrow. Um, she did stuff for Batgirl. She just started uh, Red Sonia. She did a story in Secret Loves of Geek Girls. Uh, she did Battle World stuff. Uh, she has one of the first um, widely uh, distributed erotica comics in um, She did what else? All kinds of stuff. This girl is like on fire. Um, you'd be hard-pressed to, like, look at any new release shelf any week and not find a title by Marguerite Bennett. And not just that, a quality title from Marguerite Bennett. This girl has been, like, working her ass off to put out titles for us to consume literally every week. Every week. And sometimes there's more than one thing on the shelf from her. On any given week. She's not only been doing that, but, like, she's been fighting for diversity and just switching things up and giving us a fresh voice from this badass woman that just isn't going to sit down until she's, like, taken over the industry. So, like, Greg Rucka, cool, but like, did he write as much as Marguerite Bennett did this year, and like, do as much for the industry? I don't think so.
0: It's not. It's not most writer, Stephanie.
3: <laughs> so sorry, just making a point.
0: <laughs> it's best writer. <laughs> I'm
2: just gonna back that up. 1602 Witch Hunter Angela. <laughs> all right, that's all. Also, that's all I needed to hear. You want to also
3: like? She is like one of the proteges of Scott Snyder. Also. I know
0: she is. I'm aware She's of that.
3: Like. She kills it. That girl's on fire.
0: she That's why she's nominated for Best right. Writer. Yeah. <laughs> in, in so many, she's number one.
4: In so many different genres, and none of them seemed like it was a force to, to try to, not, not to make a point about a book she wrote, <laughs> but that whatever she applied her talent to seemed like that's what she should be writing. Now, whether that was insects or a force or butterfly, it all seemed as if she'd been doing it forever. And she's not. She's a very young person (laughs) with a very old soul, as they used to say.
0: Um, Bob, is that who you wanted to stump for in this? She's my number one pick. Okay. So Stephanie
4: stole lots of my thunder, but we have two other people on the list. Mm -hmm. And one in Brian K. Vaughan, who we've just talked about with Paper Girls. But, you know, there is still that little book called Saga. Yes. And (laughs) as as we talked about uh, during the nomination show, sometimes we do forget about people who are just really good mm-hmm. on on the one thing, yeah, and just kill, and it's he's just saying, oh yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. I'll, I don't need to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe we do. Yeah, it's just a really great book and continues to be so absolutely, despite changes in the way he's told the story from what mm-hmm. perspective, and it all still engaging and involving. Yeah, and you know, stellar. Yeah, and while I'm while I'm yakking, <laughs> uh, Stepan Shayich who again comes out of nowhere to write. Particularly in this case, we'll talk about Sunstone a little bit later, a book that you went into a store and that someone said, you should read this, and here's what it's about. Oh, I don't want to really buy a book about this subject matter. And when you, you then pick it up and find it is the, one of the most romantic, sensual, funny, clever human stories on the shelf, and that it's set in this world that you say, no, this is just going to be some skeezy like USA movie from on late at night in the old days. And it's just something you want to read. It's gorgeous to look at, but you want to read about Allie mm-hmm. and Lisa and just yeah. keep seeing where it's going to go.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Artist. Let's go for this one. Uh, Mara, do you want to read the nominees?
5: Sure. We have Michael Allred, Russell Douterman. Step on Sage, Jonas Staples and Babs Tar.
0: All right. There's another tough one. Who's who's this one who, who's this one for you, Mara?
5: Step on Sage. <laughs> or Steve is we like yeah. to call him on the Misfits. <laughs> as we have special permission to. <laughs> um I I really he's nominated for a lot of areas um for artist and writer and breakthrough writer and breakthrough artist, but you know, when I try to think of what he jumps out at me with, um, and it's his art. And I think he does most of his storytelling through art. And so I'm prepared to throw all my weight and influence behind him as number one <laughs> for this this category in particular.
0: Yeah, he's pretty amazing. I mean that Bobby mentioned it way back when we were talking about some of their categories, but I don't know as if I've ever seen someone so good at facial uh, expressiveness mm-hmm. as as he is, you know, and the ability to make you understand exactly what, you know, your character's thinking just by the, you know, the 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 way he renders the, their face. Yeah. Or even the, just the tilt of the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah just exactly. Just a little, yeah, yeah.
4: little subtle hints that real life brings to a conversation. Yeah. It's there on the page. Absolutely. It is. And Absolutely. it's a
5: little bit different every time you read it. Mm. Yeah. Like if you go back and read Death Vigil more than once, you, you start picking up on, okay, so this this is another layer to the story. This is another layer to what the art is telling me. And the same thing with Sunstone. You pick up on things that you never did the first time around, but become more apparent the, the longer you stay in the world and the, and the more familiar you are with the characters and their motivations. Mm um Bob Michael Allred,
4: for me <laughs> surfer obviously mm-hmm. you know and we've talked about that at at length before it is a book where when we had him on talking way back mm-hmm. when it was FF with, mm-hmm. what he was doing with, with Matt fraction where he was talking about his love for Jack Kirby and how that all plays itself out in his work Jack Kirby would be so proud to look at what he's doing with those characters and taking that, break through the panel's idea of... It, I'm not bounded by what's even on the page. I can go outside the page into somewhere else around the corner of it and make you look at this from behind or a second time around, third time around. And then Art Ops, which came out late in the year, is every bit as inventive and bizarre and insane. And yet it's still... You're walking the streets of, of Greenwich Village in New York or Soho, and it's, it's the real world.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: But around the corner is wacky land <laughs> it's it's the mona lisa walking around going to the gristini's market and buying food <laughs> it, it's the statue of liberty getting a makeover and charging around in the city having fights with giant slime mm-hmm. monsters and it all works and it's all perfectly laid out and rendered but in a very particular way that's only michael laurel already
0: yeah it's stuff talking to against yeah. michael laurel for me it's like anytime he's on a book it's it's a book that you need to take mm-hmm. notice of and it's it's going to be absolutely insanely gorgeous and like you said we've talked about surfer in, in sort of detail about how how wonderful it is uh for, for me you know this list is, this is a tough list i mean we obviously f- Fiona Staples is Fiona Staples and and we talked about the Brian Gavon. it's yeah. it's easy to go like well she's just of course she's great like the yeah, saga looks beautiful yeah. you know like yeah it's, it's always looked beautiful but it, it deserves to be recognized but for me um I didn't talk about it when we were doing Breakthrough, but uh, Russell Dowderman um, on Thor. You know, it, we talked. I talked about how ev- every panel of when I look at Surfer is filled with just so much personality and and and, and so much stuff. Mm-hmm. Thor is the is the same way to me. I mean, from insane, insane battle scenes, you know, to the way that he manages to you know show these ways uh, the hammer is being used in ways we've never seen before but and we you know the biggest you know to the to the you know the halls of valhalla yeah. to to you know fighting on the streets it, it's amazing kinetic action sequences but then we get just people talking to people and when we're, we're, tr- when we're trying to convey emotion it's also spot on and, and so effective. I mean the the reveal at the end of the 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 first arc about who Thor was is unbelievable, and then not, did not miss a beat when we started out this time. You know there is there's so much just artistry and beauty and every single you know every single pencil stroke. It's it, it's just amazing to me, and uh, he's the the person the most when I think about just. Sheer artistic chutzpah this year is the one that stands out to me absolutely the most. Um, Stephanie? Stephanie, yeah. I was going to say Stephanie or uh, Joey. I didn't. I didn't know. <laughs> you had a Stephanie look about you. <laughs> yeah, I looked. I looked frustrated and a little confused. <laughs> <Uh-oh>.
3: <laughs> um. So, I I'm I'm on the on Sijek train here. Um. Mm welcome aboard thank you thank you (laughs) um i i love everyone else's art here um i really do but nobody did as much for their own comics than stepan Sedgwick. like death vigil is a masterpiece um it's just beautiful. The Everything about it is fantastic. You know, when I was working at the snail over the holidays, I was able to sell that. Like this person's like, mm, do you have Saga? I'm like, ooh, yeah, we do, but we don't have the volume you're looking for. I'm like, how about Death Vigil? They're like, what's that? I'm like, here, let me tell you. And they're like, sold. I've never, literally never heard of anyone involved in this book or this book itself, but I'm going to buy it. And that like kind of just sums up Like his work, you see it and it speaks for itself. You're like, wow, this is quality. If the story is as good as this art, it's going to be brilliant. And it is, Uh, you know, like he tells just as good a story with his art as he does with his words. And it's fantastic. I can't say enough good things about him. And I'm so sorry it took me this long to jump on board with all of this. (laughs) Um, but Sunstone, this, I mean, I even read some of the, um, uh, Aphrodite, uh, who's my, what's it? Nine.
0: Nine. Yep. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Um, and, uh, you know, some of the other things he put out this year and it's just top notch. He's a top notch fella. (laughs) And not to mention Rat Queens. Mm -hmm. He stepped up there. Mm -hmm. That book's great. (laughs) <laughs> it's real good.
0: Um, Joey. Man,
2: this is nuts. Uh I think that the biggest winner here is us, the readers.
1: Oh gosh! No, oh. oh, uh, everybody, everybody,
2: everybody said fantastic things. Can I get a things. drink? <laughs>
5: yeah. <laughs> um, it's very diplomatic. Um,
1: oh. um,
2: Thanks a lot. Um, if you could see my like list here the numbers that I've crossed out and then rewritten for this category is it's like, you can't even read it because like even Mike Allred was like one, two, four, five, three, four, one. And (laughs) and part of it is just because like we picked five very distinct artists with very different styles. And like the, 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 to rank them has been really difficult. Though I'll just talk about the one that we haven't talked about, which is Babs Tar yeah. on uh, on on Batgirl. And I talked about when I you know the that the one the single issue uh, Batgirl forty five. The thing that drew me into that book was opening it and seeing that artwork. Um and I and I you know seen the redesign and I'd seen panels here and there, but but that book grabbed me in such a way, and it's because of the art. Um, and, and that very distinct style, the way that, that, that she, she lays out those books and designs those characters. And, uh, I think did Mara said it on the best of shows or it was like the best Dick Grayson she's ever seen. Was that you, Mara?
1: Mm. Yeah, I, <laughs> exactly. yeah. Nicholas
2: Scott. <laughs> so, yeah.
3: That was like real, like pervy. It yeah. <laughs> oh, was like a real, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, I <laughs> mean like sparkles. <laughs> <laughs> They're just all They're just all wonderful. I I don't know, man. I don't know what I'm going to say in 15 minutes when we have to when we have to rank these. It's, they're all good. They're all different too and sure. and, the, and that's that really says something about where the industry is going to and and the things that we value, I think.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Oh boy. Ongoing. All right. Our nominees for that are Lazarus Ms Marvel, Saga, Silver Surfer and Sunstone. Another good list. Another tough list. Stephanie, who are, who are you who are you pulling for here?
3: Um I was actually just like reaching for a pen to like switch my list around and then I was like (laughs) (laughs) "Real!" and actually like in a very cartoonish fashion just threw my pen across the room. (laughs) Um,
0: Well, now it's locked in. You can't change the
3: (laughs) order. That being said, um, I'm verbally switching a thing on my list Uh, and my number one is actually going to be Saga. Mm. Um, I it just gets better. You know, I thought that the first volume was good. I I really, really liked the first volume. And then the second volume came out and I was like, holy shit, it's even better. And the third volume came out and it just keeps getting better. And that's so unprecedented for anything, any series. Um, but every issue I need to read, I can't wait for trade. Uh, the story doesn't just you know go from day to day this isn't 24 like it leaps ahead there's you know stuff that isn't filled in but it doesn't matter like you're so invested in the story whenever we're in it wherever it takes us um it's just one of the best things on the shelf um and, you know, like, there's a lot of good stuff out there right now. Like, it is a super amazing time to be a comic book geek. Um, and Saga is one of the reasons why.
0: By the way, I, I really want the one of the book jacket quotes to be, this is not 24 <laughs> Saga. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Just it up, says, no says everything. It says everything.
0: Man, I really <laughs> thought this was going to be the continuing adventures of Jack <laughs> Bauer. A, but... <laughs> If we're on the cover,
4: there's a guy with horns and a lady with wings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: well, the reasoning was not about that at all. It was just the fact that there's jumps in time. Uh, yeah. yeah, you <laughs> dummy. Like,
3: God, we to take everything that I said out of context, you turd. Not like.
0: everything. It was one line I took out of context. Everything. Intentionally for we'll humor.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. Mara, what, what's yours?
3: That's my huh? epic speech. <laughs> I'm like coherent oh. tonight, Bobby. I like, know,
0: I know.
5: The attention <laughs> to me, goddammit.
4: <laughs> attention must be paid. Attention must be paid.
0: All right. Mara. Okay,
5: so for for my ongoing, I had to go with Lazarus. Mm, yes. And uh you know, cuz everything's good. Nothing, you know, it's, it's it's just one of those things where I I read Lazarus Many times over, and I don't do that a lot with with my comics. Um, You know, with with Lazarus, it's I read the issue, and then the next month I read the issue again, and then I read the next issue, and then I just keep building that way. And then the trade comes out, so I read the trades a couple times, and I just got the uh, year one um, oh, Lazarus jealous, book. Jealous yeah. of you, yeah. So I'm I'm probably gonna sell my trades and just uh, yeah keep buying trades and then selling those trades to get the bigger books and things Mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. So, and it's one of those series where I leave it just with a lot more questions than I came in, Mm -hmm. but still incredibly satisfied. I I think it's, as far as a comic, it really challenges me to, to just fall into a universe Mm -hmm and just accept it for for what it is and what it's presenting to me in the moment.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, my weight's all behind Lazarus as well, so I'm just going <laughs> to say I'm say ditto with what Morris said. <laughs> yeah.
5: plus, plus, this universe is getting so big with, like I already said it once, but the source book that comes out is detailed enough to do tabletop role-playing games. Oh, wow. wow. Like that's what's what reported <laughs> that you can do. It gives you enough information on the universe so that you can build characters and play in it. That's
0: pretty awesome.
4: Oh, man, yes. Bob. Well, something that Mara said I think is true for all of these books in that you can drop yourself into these self-created universes and be immersed in character development and humor and adventure and heartbreak. And it, as Stephanie said, it is a great time to read books. There is still some crap out there. and We talk about those a lot, too. <laughs> But it's these sorts of books that that point to what the future of comics can be, where we have on all sorts of subjects in all sorts of styles and have them all be absolutely amazing. So trying to pick one, I'm stalling because this (laughs) I haven't I haven't changed my numbers around the way Joey's talking about, though. I've changed lots of the other ones. This is another one that changed a lot for me, but I'm. I've said so much about the Silver Surfer Array tonight. I don't think I need to say much else to just say it was something that never failed to amaze me, no matter how many solicitations I read about it. I opened the book, turned the pages, and see something different than I thought I was going to see, and it just took me away every single time.
0: Mm. Joey.
2: Uh I have two copies of the last volume of Saga because I bought it twice because <laughs> I went to buy comics and I was like, oh, Saga, bye. <laughs> and I did it twice uh, because it's just so wonderful. Um, uh, and the other book, obviously, is Miss Marvel, which for the same reasons why Mara likes Long Walks of Valhalla, and I like Long Walks of Valhalla too, uh, the Jersey City thing just, just drives it home for me too. But Saga's at the top for me for the same things that, that Steph said.
0: Alright, so we've done all of the other categories except for overall, which we're going to do that after we tabulate all the other votes. So we're going to take a little break right now. We're going to get all our votes together and we're going to tabulate them and we're going to come back and we're going to get all the winners on the table for everybody. Alright, so we'll be back (laughs) right after this Okay, we are back. The votes have been counted. We are all tabulated and We're here with the results Our weighted ballot system. I'm just gonna go order of this ballot. I have in front of me here. Okay. They are all winners No, the ones I have underlined are
3: the winners <laughs> <laughs> um, We're the winners remember Yes. <laughs> I'm the champion <laughs> We are the champions. Okay.
0: Well, there we go. <laughs> That's a little better. All right, so web comics. Our nominees to go over them were Bandette, DC Bombshells, Fresh Romance, The Groom, Hark of Vagrant, and our winner is DC Bombshells. Woohoo! Uh. That's <laughs> <laughs> well, a beatnik in the room, snapping yeah. <laughs> his fingers.
2: <laughs> oh, we're not snapping? <laughs> yeah. We're yeah, not yeah. snapping.
0: It's the West Side Story. Uh, <clears throat> Stephanie, do you have our, our listener winner?
3: In theory, webcomics. All right. DC bombshells. <laughs> 56.8% of the vote. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, none of the other ones followed up. We did just like other. <laughs> <laughs> and then up. Um, so...
0: Alright. All right. So we we were, on this one, we were in agreement with the, with the listeners. What happens next? Who knows. <laughs> Alright. Best adaptation, movie, TV, or game. Uh, We have a tie, ladies <gasps> and gentlemen, for our what? winner. What? It's happened before. It happened before. It's happened more than once in this ballot. Uh, oh. So uh, Jessica Jones and Agent Carter tied for our number one I li- spot. I like that a lot. I'll take it. Um, yeah. Not
5: bad. Not bad. I, it just got shut down.
0: I've been following um, the, the this ballot on the website, and it was very close all the whole entire time. It so, is very close. Yeah, like, who, ended, who ended up winning? It's 70? off
3: by like less than a percentage. Yeah, wow, one wow. like percent. Well. Um, so first place is Jessica Jones. Oof. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and then followed by Daredevil. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, they were back and forth the entire time. It's been, the closest one for sure. Um, best publisher. Uh, our nominees were Boom, Dark Horse, DC Image, and Marvel. Uh, the winner is Image Comics uh, for us. Though this was a closer race than I think it's ever really been as far as as far as best publisher. Um, Not
3: on the website. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the website was like, I feel like it's pretty close to unanimous as we're gonna get. <laughs> yeah. Like pretty close to sixty percent of everyone who voted was like, fuck yeah, Image. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Marvel, they were kind of like, well, I guess they're all right. <laughs> <laughs> so what about boom boom came in last
5: Aww. we love boom though yes
0: we yeah do. we do so yeah. it,
3: something.
0: Yeah. it didn't come last in last in place ours is
3: the first That's place up. of our hearts
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> um all right so best cover of the year we had ant-man number four batman number 40 hank johnson agent of hydra inhuman number 12 and thor number one so, did they vote for bears
4: or did they vote for punching dragons <laughs> what do we vote for
0: they voted for Neither of those. Ah! Thor number one, volume two, Russell Dodderman cover wins our cover of the year. Stephanie, what about what about the listeners?
3: Thirty-eight percent of the voters. Thor number one, nice. Russell Dodderman.
0: Nice. Uh, yeah. In agreement. Uh, I'm just going to go in the order of this ballot so Breakthrough Writer I'm going to go to next because um, I don't know I don't remember the order we did this in the first place, no. so I'm just going to go in the order of this ballot Breakthrough Writer our nominees were Becky Cloonan Ryan North Stepan Shazish, Genevieve Valentine and Chip Zadarsky. Becky Cloonan wins yeah. Breakthrough Writer Um, I have to say the uh, the impassioned arguments I didn't make but it made me Move her up a tick in in my in my could have balance. made could have it made, the well there was enough I don't think it made a difference but <laughs>
3: no it swayed
2: me to put her in first place there
0: you go so there you go um, Stephanie what about our listeners
3: I thought that this would be a lot closer to be honest uh, given the fan love for the Zadarski uh, Stepan Sejic took it with seventy seven percent of the vote <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of the percent. Uh,
4: <laughs> that's a big voting block
3: yeah yeah the next the next um highest number uh of per- percentage is 11 11.8 mm. 11. so i mean they really love their Stepan sejic. they do just Stéphane they Stéphane really Pony love Stéphane. our jurisdiction no.
0: they love hearing us mispronounce it yes yeah um Breakthrough artists. Our nominees were Tyler Crook, Russell Dowderman, Erica Henderson, Staphon Sageish and Annie Wu. This might have been the closest vote that wasn't a tie. Um Annie Wu wins. Woo! Yeah. That's a
3: shocker. Oh, Joey, I think you meant Wu. In a good woo! way, in a good way. <laughs> there, that's better.
0: Wu. <laughs> better. Better. Good. Um I'm going to guess I'm I'm going to put a guess there, Stephanie. Listener winner, Staphon Sageish. <laughs>
3: he is just sweeping <laughs> um either the people really love him or he has an excellent system of people that are like vote for
1: me Minions. Yeah. He has yeah. Vote for himself.
3: yeah i mean we did turn off that function just mm-hmm. you know for for the record but yeah i mean yeah what... he's real crafty yes, yes. <laughs> is he he's just big... got a lot of computers yes <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> all right uh, let's go to I'm going to save writer and artist I can't sure. go right to them okay. I'm going to go to graphic novel Okay. graphic novel uh, our nominees were Heart in a Box Long Walk to Valhalla The Sculptor Step Aside Pops and Two Brothers and our winner The Sculptor by Scott McCloud wow yes pretty handily as well Um, really? wins graphic mm, novel wow. of the year Uh, Stephanie who would our listeners vote for
3: uh long walk to Valhalla, oh. but um, the other was very close as well. So um we had 40% of the votes went to long walk to Valhalla, but 30 went to other. And as far as the other category uh, went, Sunstone and Death Vigil were in the number one spots there. So 44 people went to other to vote for Sunstone. Um, 20 went to, or sorry, not 44, 49 actually went to Sunstone. Um, another 15 voted for Death Vigil. Mm. And then there's kind of miscellaneous things everywhere else. Like they're kind of just miscellaneous random things. Oh, no. See, this is where you, you people just write Sunstone. <laughs> so there's like Sunstone, volume one, two, three. Like I'm, I'm looking at keywords here, but yeah, like, Sunstone cleaned up in other.
0: Yeah. It's not a graphic novel, no. but that's <laughs>
3: Still. <laughs>
0: yes. His, obviously, the sage has a lot of support, which is awesome. Uh, single issue in one shot. Uh, our nominees were Batgirl number 45, Captain Marvel number 15, Lazarus number 15, Silver Surfer number 11, and Wicked and the Divine number 13. And our winner,
2: Captain
0: Marvel number 15. Ooh. Nice. Nice. Um, for best single issue of the year, Stephanie, our listeners, what did they say?
3: Our listeners, they come through for me. Batgirl number forty five. <laughs> um, thank you. <laughs> thank you for being the ones to support this epic book. <laughs> Batgirl
0: was very close for, for us as well. It was very close to to. to it um, was, a, was a tight race. A lot of these are very very tight races.
3: Online as well. So 21.9% of the vote went to Batgirl and 20.3% uh, went to Wicked and Divine. Wow. So it was pretty really close there. Very close. Yes.
0: Very, very close. Um,
1: it's
0: good addition. Story arc of the year. Our nominees, Batgirl Volume 2, The Wedding, Lazarus Volume 3, Conclave, Ms. Marvel 16 through 19, Last Days, Silver Surfer 8 to 11, Galactus, and Thor Number 1 through 8, Whosoever Holds the Hammer,
3: and Thor wins. Oh. Wow. Thor Shock. wins. It's the same on our uh, poll as well. Oh wow. Yeah. The people have spoken, we've spoken, everyone's spoken. Thor.
0: Thor? One old. through eight, best story arc of two thousand and fifteen.
3: Take that man Thor. <laughs> <laughs> That's
4: right. She's not Lady Thor, he's man Thor. Exactly. That's how we have to look at her for exactly. Now on. <laughs>
0: exactly. All right. I'm gonna go to mini series now. Go to mini series. Miniseries of the year are nominees A-Force, Alex and Ada, the death-defying Dr. Mirage, Lady Killer, and Star Wars Shattered Empire. And in what is probably the biggest disparity of win in the entire voting for us, Lady Killer takes it home. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: all the arguments, man. They it is. It. They
0: were good this arguments is... for Lady Killer. Um, Stephanie, who do our, our listeners pick?
3: Um... I suspect that Mara had something to do with this. Um, uh, I'm going to guess that somebody went on every computer everywhere and was like, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. Because Shattered Empire takes it uh, nice. with 25.8% of the votes.
5: And I only voted once there. <laughs> I, did.
0: I do love that you had, you, you voted for the, the categories in which you picked. That's, that's Hell amazing. yeah. <laughs> hey man. You have to. <laughs> Um. All right, so big ones, here we go. Writer, best writer, our nominees were Jason Aaron, Marguerite Bennett, Greg Rucka, Stapan Sejish, and Brian K. Vaughn, and by a nose, Greg Rucka takes it home.
2: Ooh. Oh,
0: that hurts. <laughs> Super Marguerite Bennett within a hair's breath.
2: Ah, oh, Bennett! <laughs> uh,
0: if I hadn't changed my my uh,
4: Jason Aaron and Greg Rucka, it might have changed It's true. It. It's true. Yeah. Those are The
3: decisions you've made, guys. It's just your fault. what you've done. I'm pretty happy. Now
2: she's going to write no books, and there's going to be no books for anyone to buy. Yeah, you ruined it. <laughs> the
0: Thanks comic industry will literally disintegrate with Marguerite <laughs> Bennett's so comic books. Um, who do our listeners pick, Stephanie?
3: Stapon <laughs> now it's getting sketchy yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> um we'll get ready to keep discussion is going for the next category <laughs> uh best artist of the year our nominees were michael allred russell dowderman stay pon sajish and fiona staples and babs tar the winner again another super close vote stay pon sajish wins best artist of 2015. Ooh.
3: With close to 70% of the votes, he takes it for best artist, too, making this year's awards the best comics of Stéphane Sedjik.
2: <laughs> he won writer, artist, breakthrough, and breakthrough on the listener poll, right? Yes, he yep. did. Yeah,
3: he's just like, fuck y'all. <laughs> like, he's like, <laughs> like, just sweet. Meanwhile, yeah. Marguerite Bennett's over here tweeting, Sushi before in the heart of the sea feels like a good way to anger the ocean, but also, haha, we're higher on the food chain. Eat a dick fish.
2: Oh. You're
4: missing I out. didn't
3: vote for that.
0: She was my number one pick. Don't blame this on me. Though, <laughs> so if she had won best artist, that would have been a little weird. So, well, yeah. Say, yeah
2: but, like, she got rioted. She got
0: rioted. Yeah. In, the, I mean, in just, the bad way. You
3: know, I'm on the Twitters. I'm, I'm seeing the good things. Like I got gotcha. you. Eat a dick fish. I gotcha. I gotcha. It's just quotable.
0: <laughs> Best new series. We've got our nominees of Black Magic, Giant Days, Harrow County, Paper Girls, and the Unbeatable Squirrel Girl. We have another tie, ladies and gentlemen.
2: <gasps> oh my god, oh my god.
0: Paper oh my girls. God. And Giant Days, oh. yes. tie for best new series of 2015. Oh, My heart just left.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Joey, you're so invested. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had to pick up one, guys.
0: Um, who did our listeners choose, Stephanie?
3: Well, Bobby, it was pretty close. Okay. But Paper Girls, they, they spoke. <laughs> they wanted those girls on Paper Roots. Them papers (laughs) (laughs) and best ongoing
0: series. Um, our nominees were Lazarus, Ms. Marvel, Saga, Silver Surfer, and Sunstone. And the winner, proving that continued excellence is rewarded, Saga is our best ongoing series of 2015.
3: Bobby? yes, I I would like for you to guess what won. Best ongoing series according to the voters.
0: Um, I'd just like
3: you to guess.
0: I'm gonna guess Sunstone.
3: <laughs> Ooh, it was really close with sixty percent of the vote, but yes, Sunstone won.
0: And I'm sure if we looked at the other category, there's probably a lot of sunstones written in, even though it was already
3: I For best writers. Take a look with eight percent of the vote. Oh, no, no. <laughs> actually surprise! switch switch, switch. Is in- oh nope sunstone it's there <laughs> yeah. oh, two times read the votes guys yeah. read
0: them well under best publisher somebody wrote in sunstone so i don't yeah
3: <laughs> all right well now you guys are just nonsense
0: Best adaptation well, I mean, of self a
5: published book. online it's true so, <laughs> sort of
0: um all right so that takes all, all that business we already have this list of ten things in front of us. They're all going to stay here. they are all great books, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're all great books. hundred uh, percent. We're gonna we're gonna order this stuff up, and I, I, you know, obviously, this is, it's a tough thing to start. It's like looking at a like a blinking cursor on a blank page a little mm-hmm. bit. How do you start moving stuff around? Um, but what I want to start is I want to kind of go around the room and ask not what you think should be number one, just what each one of us thinks should be in the top five. Like one book that you think should be also be in the top half of of, of this list. Um, it's not binding, but I just want to get okay. I want to get a sense of the room. Um, you know, if you want if you want to double down on something with somebody, you absolutely can do that too. You know, there's no really rules to this, but um, I'm pretty sure we can get this list cranked out pretty well, pretty quick. Um, but uh, so want to say Bob, what do you think has to be in the top five?
1: <clears throat>
0: Bish planet. Okay. You want to say bitch planet? Okay. Yeah. We'll give you a chance to defend uh-huh. and go. I just want to go go through. Um, Stephanie, what do you think has to be in the top five?
3: Well, looking at my list, see, like I was like so on camp Czich here, but then you crazy fans. Hey, don't, <laughs> don't, don't let that. <laughs> no. Don't let that. No, it's true. Death vigil.
0: Okay. All right. All right, Joey. Uh,
2: s- saga.
0: Saga. Okay
5: giant days <laughs>
0: <laughs> mara
5: <laughs> death vigil
0: okay all right okay so uh, i'm gonna i mean I, I i also think death vigil but i'm gonna leave that <laughs> uh, yeah. i'm gonna say lazarus absolutely has to be in the, in the in the top five um what do we have on steve's oh that's thing. right i sorry thank you i mean i he doesn't say like absolutely it's been the top five mm-hmm. but he would seemingly agree with both Death Vigil and Saga. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I'm gonna say he. Uh, well, I'll go with his number one is Death Vigil. So, uh, okay. Death Vigil is all I mean, I absolutely agree. I think we can all agree Death Vigil is gonna be in the top five, right? But this, yes. Right, but Bob, you mean you loved the... it too, right? Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah. It was
4: at my number seven position. Okay, <laughs> but I, yeah, to, to move it up two extra spaces. Okay, in, in the face of that. vote, okay. No, absolutely not a problem.
0: Okay, so I'm just gonna, I'm just, I'm just into two spots, two five, top, oh, okay. Bottom five
4: Okay They're not bottom They're the second half uh, well, yeah,
0: yeah the second half <laughs> Not the top five <laughs> Not the top five
4: <laughs> We're not being pejorative here. It, No there's no pejorative Island.
0: Obviously there's are the ten best books of the year Absolutely Ten best books of the year um, well, Let me go through this I'm going to go through this And do this I'm going to I'm gonna. We're going to see If there's anything Everybody just agrees on Should be in the top five Because that way We can just kind of We can kind of like Move on You know We don't have to worry About okay. debating those You know what I'm talking about um, So So Okay, so does everybody here think Batgirl belongs in the top five? Does anybody here think that? Yes. <laughs> we got Stephanie. <laughs> um, uh, I'll, I'll, I don't think I don't think it belongs in the top five. I, I you know, um, that's just me. Uh, Mara,
5: I'm counting. I'm counting. I'm gonna say it's on my bottom half.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, Joey. Same. Same. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm just gonna again. as None of this is binding yet. I'm gonna put Batgirl in the in the in the bottom five portion for right now. Um, just just to kind of weed it out here. All right, mm-hmm. um, Bitch Planet is is it absolutely in the top five? Joey. Mm, yes. Okay, A yes for Joey. Uh, Mara.
5: It's not in my top five.
0: Okay. But, uh, that's what I'm asking you. Know, yeah. You know what? I'm asking you to speak for everybody. <laughs> Stephanie.
3: It's also not in my top five.
0: Okay. Bob. It's in mine. It's in yours. It's not in mine. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to just pencil it in. Okay, Steve's? Oh, Steve's. Good Good call, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> Tiebreaker. Uh, <laughs> um, it is not. Okay. Okay. Oh. Uh, Again, we might go through this and be like, no, you know, this should be five and this should be six. This is not, but I just want to get a, a general sense so we can start ordering the list in some sort of good way. Mm-hmm. Um, we read Death Vigil. That's in the top five. Um, Giant Days. Does that need to be in the top yes. five? G- yes.
1: <laughs> I say yes. yes. Yeah. I
0: say yes. yes. Um, Number one. <laughs> uh, no. Bob, no. Stephanie?
1: Oh, it's
3: not in mine?
0: okay it is not in steve's either so that's like a, a dead tie on that one so i'm just gonna we're gonna have to we'll, we'll come back well, to it i'm making a whole little oh, you chart are. over here
4: so we, we can, we can look, look at it do
0: what you're doing too, yeah yeah, but yeah. This we've got yeah, yeah. a yeah.
4: visual representation bob's
0: more scientific i'm a little more, a little more <laughs> yeah. right, right. on the radio yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, i bring books to show it's true like. it's true uh lazarus should that be in the top five i'm saying yes, yes obviously mara says yes joey
2: Mm, yes
0: (laughs) you can't you can't vote like it's a five and
4: a half joey it's either five or it's six pick
1: Uh, one yeah
4: okay that's a little better that's like five and a quarter (laughs) say it like you mean it lock it in
2: i can't do that yet (laughs) all
0: right bob no no Uh, stephanie
3: what are we talking about, D- uh, Lazarus. Lazarus? Oh, um, it's okay uh, if it's not in
0: your tough five. It's not okay. It's not severe. So we're again, this, both Giant Days and Lazarus are both sort of like in a in a flux mm-hmm. <laughs> at this point. But that's good. This is this is good. We're gonna, we're starting to suss stuff out now. Yep. Um, Ms. Marvel doesn't need to be in the top five, Bob. Yes. Okay. Uh, Joey. Yes. Mara. Yes. Stephanie.
3: Why not? That's not an answer. Say, yeah. <laughs> sure. And it's... I feel like I forgot to write in a five, a number five. <laughs> like yeah. one of these just doesn't have a number. So like, let's just bump <laughs> it up. Let's do it. Let's do this shit. Let's put that in there.
0: It's not in my top five, but it is in Steve's top five. So that it goes into Except our top Bobby. five. It yeah. goes in our top five. Yeah, I'm I'm really upset. <laughs> I hate Ms. Marvel. <laughs> Get a dick, Finn. <laughs> <laughs> is Nimona in the top five, Bob? Yes. Mara. No. Joey. It's like.
3: uh, (laughs) No.
0: (laughs) Oh man, Stephanie.
3: I've nominated this like three years in a row, so like yes.
0: Is it in your list you have in front of you that's written out? Is it in your top five? Yes. Okay. That's what
3: I'm saying. Okay.
0: (laughs) It's not in my top five, Um, and it is not in Steve's. So, I'm going to stick that in the bottom mm-hmm. for now. Yep. In the in the not top 5. I'm sorry. I don't I don't want to be pejorative yes, about yes. it. Um Saga. Do you think it has it should be in the top 5? Bob. No. Uh Joey. Yes. Ma- Mara. No. Stephanie. Yes. For me it's yes. And for Steve it's yes. So that's I'm gonna,
4: four, so I'd say that. I'm yeah. gonna pencil
0: it in for now. Um all right. Silver Surfer, does it belong in the top five? I say absolutely yes. Bob. Yes. Uh Joey. No. Mara. No. Stephanie. No. And Steve is a yes. So that's gonna go into the <laughs> the ether uh, like Yes, bl- there we go again. Yeah, yeah. Um all right, and sunstone, does that belong in the top five? Um Bob. Yes. Mara. Yes. Joey. No. Stephanie. Yes. Uh, I say no, but Steve has it as his number four. So yes, from Steve. That's four for Sunstone. Mm I'm going to pencil it in as well. Okay. So here's the deal. Really, we have to figure out (laughs) between (laughs) Giant Days, Lazarus, and Silver Surfer what fills out the last spot in the top five. Okay, I, th- this sorted itself out, right? Yeah. It makes it a little easier, right? So you're not—it's not—it's not so nebulous, mm-hmm. uh, um, which you're, you get down to really what it's about. Um,
2: so, giant days,
3: giant days, Lazarus,
2: <laughs> and the
3: Silver giant Surfer
0: days. for one spot.
3: Giant days can just be in there, just to, to like let him carry on with
0: something else. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, so the Mobius strip in Joey's brain can, <laughs> yeah. can uh, um, see, but if Joey I'm willing
3: has- to. Joey's like, yes, everything's
4: working. <laughs> I'm going to scotch this whole argument right here. What? If Joey had read Silver Surfer physically, <laughs> it would make his top five.
2: I love Silver Surfer. I read all the issues that are on Marvel Unlimited. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. But Giant Days, though,
0: guys, <laughs> come on. Um, this is a really this is a this is a good one. I mean, Lazarus is probably my favorite book of the year. Um, for, for a lot of all the reasons we talked about over the last couple of hours i don't need to restate restate them all here but to be honest with you like this is both a tough thing for me and a kind of easy thing for me because if any three of these make it i will be okay with it because i love all three of them mm-hmm. um i i would be willing oh this is tough I would be okay with Giant Days being the, the, are, 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 are in the top five, but oh my god! <laughs> but no, no, I'm saying, I'm okay. saying, but, but I'm, I'm saying for me, yeah. I, I could, I, I, I for tentatively, kind of because I don't think I'm going to. I mean, I know people here like Lazarus a lot, but I, I feel like I'm not going to win pushing that into the into the top five, um, uh, and
3: don't go chasing waterfalls.
0: I know, I'm know i going to oh. stick to the rivers and the lakes that I'm used to, Stephanie, okay? Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, oh, boy. Uh, but I'm willing, to, if anybody wants to put an argument for either one of these to be in the top five, I I, I would love to hear it. Um, Bobby, I don't know if you sure. want to go. Yeah.
4: Uh, Lazarus for me was number six.
0: Okay. So just below. Mm-hmm. But
4: for me, Surfer was number one as an achievement in comic storytelling that took the the art form somewhere different while using an established character to do that and tell a different story with that character as well, that gets a lot of points for me. That, mm-hmm. just, that just starts to tick off a lot of boxes in a way that, as great as almost every other thing on here is, didn't quite do that for me in the same way. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's the surfer, <laughs> here, there, and everywhere.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Um Mara, Joey, do you want to talk about why you want one of these books to be in the top five?
5: Yes. All right. Um, and I'm I'm just it's Lazarus for me. Um, I was for... wrong. Lazarus. It is! <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, Giant Days was my favorite new series that started this year. But when I look at overall ongoing um writing art just the whole package it's it's lazarus and lazarus has been very consistent for the past few years that it's been published
0: mm-hmm. i'm with you mara i'm, I'm definitely with you. i mean it's my like i said it's my number one so um I, I i want it badly to be in this top five um <laughs> very very badly uh oof, i don't know joey what about you
2: you know, Michael Lark's artwork and Greg Rooker's writing, Lazarus is just stunning. It has to be in the top five.
0: Oh, my goodness. My goodness. Mm-hmm. I did not expect this from Joey.
5: I'm just stirring <laughs> it up, guys. Giant days. <laughs> he doesn't care anymore. <laughs> you vote here and then you can go home and read Giant Days. <laughs> These are the top ten
2: books of the the year. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. Lazarus, man.
0: Joey saying Lazarus. Um, I mean, I I want Lazarus badly. Um, I don't know, uh, uh, Bob. I don't know if you're willing to 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 re- re- relent. I'm not. No, I'm gonna, I, I'm not gonna no, put it in there. No,
4: I would. For what it's worth, mm. Steve isn't here. Yeah, and I think he'd be all about the Surfer.
0: It's true. I mean, I'll read out to you what Steve has yeah. got. Steve has got Surfer at, at his number three. Um, so Steve very much you know big on the on the Silver Surfer. Um, uh, in his in his top. Mm-hmm. In his top uh, books, uh, for, for sure. Yeah, again, my argument for Silver
4: Surfer would be, again, as Joey says, we've all been saying, there's mm-hmm. just tons and tons of great stuff here to be enjoyed like crazy. Mm-hmm. And everyone should read all these books. Mm-hmm. And they, they won't be cheated out of a penny. Right. <laughs> um, and I don't want to make it sound like I'm saying Lazarus is just like a serviceable comic book. Because mm-hmm. not, it's brilliant. It's right. brilliantly written with great characters and mm-hmm. great artwork. I, for my way of thinking, haven't read comic books for a very, very long time. And mm. this character for 50 years at this point, this year. It's something different in the realm of comic books. Mm-hmm. In, in the case of one issue particularly, it turned it on its head. Mm. It's true. And that's something special that mm-hmm. doesn't come around all the time.
0: That's very true, Bob. And the All Red's at the top of their game. Yeah. Joey's just a free agent. Joey's just yeah. like, this book, this book, that book. <laughs> to, all be
3: fair, to be fair, Laura Allred's top of her game was Lady Killer. Uh, That's not in here. <laughs> yeah. I know. I'm just saying. I would have put
0: though. it there, but it I mean, isn't there. Yes.
3: Her colors are good there, but like not as good.
0: Her colors are not just good in Silver Surfer. Her colors are, are <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> They're great. All right. It doesn't oh, have to know, be one or the like, other.
3: For
0: real. <laughs> And Stephanie, I saw you tweet that you were super coherent tonight. The night's not over yet, okay? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the night
3: is. We my bedtime is now. I have to work in six hours.
4: All right, so but let's. night is. So we didn't get very far. With we didn't get very one. far.
2: Here, Here's what I'm thinking, right? We yeah. got Lazarus and Silver Surfer. They're like at button heads here. You know what slips right in? <laughs> <laughs>
0: this is Joey's whole plan. But...
4: <laughs> He's Switzerland. And, yeah, uh, and then takes over.
0: Um, I mean, about it's hard to argue with your passion for silver surfer, especially because I, I love it a lot too. And you know, this is kind of we're getting kind of stalematey at, mm-hmm. at, at this point. There's nothing we can drop that's already in the
4: top five because of the votes.
0: No, I mean we could, but I, I don't see anything that we can move out of no. there that would anybody would be like, yeah, that's fine. We can swap no. one of like I would swap Lazarus for almost any of these probably, but that's just me, you know. Right. Um, uh, we're talking about we're splitting hairs here um i don't know i'm because of your passion bob i would be okay with silver surfer at five but i will have to go around the room and 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 talk about
5: i'd be okay with that too
0: okay Um, i
5: think i think giving recognition for that is is well worth it
0: okay all right okay so we're okay stephanie you okay with that you are. Surfer, Surfer in the top five.
2: Then Lazarus. Silver Surfer. Lazarus
0: giant days. Okay. Rack Five, six, yes. seven. All right. I, well, I, well, we're get <laughs> well, ahead yeah. of yourself. Hold on a second. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Joey's just like, no, I'm gonna done.
0: Okay, but but <laughs> I don't necessarily see a a, a a problem with that either, Joey.
5: It's very logical. It's very yeah.
0: logical compared to what we the argument we just had. Right, because they were already <laughs> yeah. almost in that other five. Okay, let's let's see. Let's uh Silver Surfer at five. Let's just let's see how this see how this sounds. Mm-hmm. Lazarus at six. Giant days at seven. Um, I, I mean, it
2: really should be one, two, three. But I mean, if we're split. <laughs> <air.
0: laughs> All right, so I, I'm okay with that. I can deal with that. I'm, 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 down with that. Um, two, three, four. Okay. Um, should we do eight, nine, and ten? Yeah, we should definitely do eight, nine, and ten before we do before one, we two, three, a, and four. four. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. I, Somebody, I want to just hear somebody. I would do it because I'm just sitting here. But okay. we have ba- Batgirl, Bitch Planet, and Namona. Uh, um, Stephanie, propose an order of those three from for eight, nine, and ten. Mm. I just want to see what everybody. Which saying. ones for Batgirl, Bitch Planet, Namona? They're going to fill eight, nine, and ten.
3: Namona, Batgirl, Bitch Planet.
0: Okay, so Namona at eight, uh, Batgirl at nine, and Bitch Planet at ten. Yeah. Okay, that's what you're saying. Okay. All right, um, Bob. Bitch Planet, Nemona, Batgirl. Okay, all right, Mara. Ugh,
5: this is hard. I know. <laughs> I was in here staring at it. Um, I would go Bitch Planet, Nemona, Batgirl.
0: Okay, Joey. Same, same. <laughs> Robot Whoa, Joey. Whoa! Wow. <laughs> You're getting a very you're getting you sound like a robot, Joey.
1: <laughs> wait, really, wait, really?
0: Yeah, you do. Yeah.
1: How about now? How
0: about now? No, you're still very robotic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I don't know, man. What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> okay. You're freaking me out. All right. Um so uh Yeah. I look look at my list that I had here. Mm-hmm. Cause I actually no, it's a little different, but um yeah, I would be Bitch Planet, Batgirl, Nimona. It's kind of what I would do. So how does that shake out, Bob? Uh, Bitch Planet has four votes in the number eight spot. Okay.
4: So I think that's a lock.
0: Yeah, that would that would fit.
4: Nimona, four votes in the nine spot, the one number eight spot. Okay. And Batgirl has two nines and three tens. So 30, 48... Forty-two for Bitch Planet, 27, 45 for Nimona. So let's uh. So it's Bitch Planet, by our five votes
0: anyway. Yeah, yeah. It's Bitch Planet, Nemona, Batgirl. Batgirl. So let's let's read the let's read the let's read five to ten and see how we how we feel about mm-hmm. it, okay? Because again, we're doing votes, but if we, if we feel really strongly, we can we can you know switch something back. So five Silver Surfer, six Lazarus, seven Giant Days, eight Bitch Planet, nine Nimona, ten Batgirl. How do we feel about that order? Anybody have any strong, um, problems with it? Sun's lady killer. Sunstone. Deathbird. No. <laughs>
1: we're
0: we're going <laughs> to go no, one, two, three, four. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think that's a fine list. Um, Stephanie, I know it's He's a little bit. It's, it's, uh, Mario. Okay with it. Yes. Okay. Stephanie, how, do you, do you have mm-hmm. any big concerns? Nope. No, you're good.
3: Uh huh.
0: Okay. So, uh, Joey, are you still a robot? I don't know, am I? No, you're back. Awesome. Normal Joey. Nice. <laughs> He's back. Yeah, that you should list listen looks listen to good. Marina
3: and the Diamonds. I'm not a robot. Now, It's a good song.
0: I don't know what that song is. It's really good. Okay. I'll take your word for right it.
3: Hugh will know what I'm talking about. Well, good you for you. You vouch for me in the morning.
0: Good for you. All right. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. my good. All right. So, man. This is going to be a, a one to do here. All right. Um, so, whew. all right. So we have Death Vigil, Ms. Marvel, Saga, and Sunstone to fill out our top four. Death Vigil, Ms. Marvel, Saga, Sunstone. Is that Sounds it? like a
5: pretty What's good order already. <laughs> 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 uh,
0: I don't know. I don't know. I would flip Saga and Ms. Marvel. That's what the only thing I would do to change it. But that's me.
5: But Death yeah, Vigil number
0: one. Yeah, I would say Death Vigil number one. That, that would be my number one. Um, yes. I, uh, All right. <laughs> that's also Steve's number one. Um, okay. And it's your number one? It's my number one, yeah.
5: It's my number one. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's my number one that's left. I mean, Lazarus was my number one, but... <laughs> right, <laughs> right. I, of, of, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, of these. Yeah, yeah. Um, Stephanie, what about you? What's your number one of Death Vigil, Ms. Marvel, Saga, and Sunstone? Death Vigil. Death Vigil. All right. Okay. Steve's
4: was Death Vigil. Vigil. Joey?
2: Not Death Vigil, but I'll go with it. No, no, what's your? What is yours, though? Saga.
4: Saga,
0: okay. Of the ones remaining, mine would be Ms. Marvel. Okay. All right. So, it seems like Death Vigil is... is, I mean, we're not going to... I won't lock it in yet, but... It right. Lock it in. <laughs> right. U- using
4: it. the reverse order that we did before, it's it's four, at four. Yeah, four, number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's at
0: four. I mean... Lock
5: it in, Bobby. It's so late.
0: I know we're almost done. We're almost done. Lock it in. Well, let's this. Is everybody comfortable with Sunstone at four? Yes,
5: yes lock it yeah. in. It's actually at my number four on my list. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Actually, uh-uh. me too. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm, like, really okay with that.
0: Sunstone at four. Okay, we're locked that in. So we really... <sighs>
4: We're really kind of dealing with two and three. Yeah,
0: two and three, which is Ms. Marvel and Saga. Um, well, that's tough. It's a tough one. For me, Saga's two. Ms. Marvel would be three. Um, Same. That's For me, that's what it would be. Um, yeah, I'm feeling that. I don't know. Mara?
5: Ms. Marvel is number three on my list.
0: <laughs> yeah. Mara, did you, did you just sort of like con us into making your list?
5: No, because you put yeah. Lazarus instead of Saga. <laughs> in <the spot>. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> or you put Saga in the place right, of Lazarus. Yeah. So- I have no trouble with
4: it the other way. I mean, as much as I love Ms. Marvel, (laughs) I've gotten no trouble with Saga being number two and Ms. Marvel number three. Okay. Wow. Let me read this list out. And see See how how it plays. plays. Let's see how it
0: plays. So it comes off the the tongue. Number 10, Batgirl. Number nine, Nimona. Number eight, Bitch Planet. Number seven, Giant Days. Number six, Lazarus. Number five, Silver Surfer. Number four, Sunstone. Number three, Ms. Marvel. Number two, Saga. And number one, Death Vigil.
2: Wow.
1: Yeah.
0: We feel good about that? Yeah. Feel good? Everyone feel good?
2: There's literally everything on that
0: list. <laughs> well, there's 10 books. This is going to turn <laughs> well, into I a mean, Johnny like, Carson. Not everything, old <laughs> Grandmaster. Um, all right, Stephanie, the last thing we have to do, really quick, you have to read out who our listeners voted for for best overall comic.
3: Um, let's just throw this out to Joey to guess. Joey. Based on everything that (laughs) the the listeners have voted for thus far, what do you think our best overall comic of 2015 is? Other
2: 1602 Witch Hunter Angela.
3: (laughs) Anybody else besides Joey? Hank
2: Johnson,
4: Agent of Hydra.
3: Oh, you're all the worst. It's Sunstone. (laughs)
4: Oh!
3: I almost got... Death Vigil. It could have been either. One. There was it, two yeah. Sejish. Sunstone and then Death Vigil. Okay. <laughs> oh, obviously.
0: <laughs> obviously. Um,
3: Were there others on there? Was that an option?
0: Yeah. Other was on there. Hmm. Uh, other
3: came in fourth. Let's see. Sunstone. Is Sunstone on here?
0: Yes. <laughs> Switch. Mm,
3: it is. Oh, no. It says Sunstone slash Death Vigil slash anything by Sejic. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's several that's things. Ends. That's several things. That's cheating. Um <laughs> Yeah, Thor, Grayson, Velvet, We Can Never Go Home, all great things. We can never go home definitely got a lot of um other yeah. votes. I mean, in terms of other um being basically like four because everyone SAJIC crazy was like yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can
0: yeah, we can never go home is, is definitely one of the books that is gonna be the bottom of my personal top mm-hmm. ten for sure. Yeah. It's a great book. Um and uh before we get out of here, um, Stephanie, do you wanted to give a shout-out to some of our, our new contributors, right?
3: Yeah, so I don't know um, how many of you listen to the podcast and also follow around uh, the site. I mean, we definitely were lacking for a while, and that was, like, on us, um, you know, but we're really, really pushing the content right now and um, pushing original content. Um, we also have, like, a lot of recaps for TV shows starting. Um, we have, like... Uh, really amazing original articles. We have like a column starting today is Talking Classics by Angela Fowler, uh, one of our guest misfits, which is like uh, a look back at old movies. Her first uh, review retrospective is His Girl Friday. Um, Ashley Hay, Killing It, um, wrote an amazing cosplay article in response to... um, What's the word for the person? Dickbag. Yeah, she wrote a great piece uh, defending cosplayers. Nicole Bresner is currently doing a countdown um, to the new X-Files TV series. Um, She also uh, brought back Nature versus Nurture, uh, the geek parent column. So um, for any of you geek parents out there, she's working on um, some cool stuff there in the first one. Uh, Mara will be happy to know, is Star Wars themed. Um, I saw that. Hugh, killing it on the news. We've got Jared Gafford. We've got Amelia Wellman. Billy Seguire. he covered um, a tribute to David Bowie, and he also covered uh, the Black Star album. Um, John DeBrowa uh, did a great piece on Ray uh, Swag. In you know Her stuff from The Force Awakens really got... Um, <laughs> Um, shit on, there wasn't a lot of good stuff out there. Uh, John Debrow did a roundup of the stuff you can find where to find it. And, uh, yeah, Mike Karen, Jackie Turner of talking games wrote like her first pieces for the site. Um, Bronwyn Kelly, uh, Kelsey, I'm going to mess up your last name. I'm sure, but, uh, have, have Lavity, um, uh, Nikki Alvaro and, uh, Hafsa Hafsa. I'm sorry, sweetie. I can't say your last name. Um, I can't, but you're a good person and you have been doing great work. Nikki and her are working on a bunch of really cool diversity columns uh, talking about shipping and fan fiction and cool stuff like that. Um, And CJ Thompson. I mean, that's just like a small fraction of the people that have been coming on board and just killing it. Please check out their columns. Please, if you like them, retweet them. Uh, Share them. Find them online. uh, Tell them how amazing they are because um, they're working, we're all working for free. We have a Patreon, but that goes to our hosting fees. You know, we pay, we have a podcast network. That isn't cheap. Uh, We have a site with a lot of uh, data. We have all these things that we need to pay for. And until our Patreon gets up to a point where, you know, we can sustain everything, Um, these people are working for free and putting these amazing articles up for you to read on your commutes, on your lunch breaks, all kinds of stuff. So it means the world to all of us when you read, comment, share, and, uh, just support the site. Um, yeah, Bobby, we're going to be really pimping the patreon soon and the content you can get from there right
0: yeah absolutely there's a lot of big plans and we're gonna really i'm focusing almost mainly right now on coming up with um great new content for you guys and i'm adding new you know new features to all the levels and sort of you know re sort of drawing what the levels are you know as far as like what you get um and it's going to start encompassing you know all of the content you know that the site has to offer all the kind of facets of of what we have. So it's going to be a great place to come if if you really love what we do. Um, it's a great place to help. And you know, honestly, guys, even a dollar is 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 great. We have enough listeners where if everyone gave a dollar, we would be able to, you know, take off days from work in order to yes, take, to do sure. stuff for this. So you know, the, the, it's. It doesn't take a lot, um, and all of your support is amazing. And to all the people who have been supporting us through all the lean times, it, it, amazing, it's so amazing. You, you got us here. Yeah, exactly. We'd have, we'd have
4: folded up the tents
1: long yeah, ago. Yeah, so, so thank you so much. You.
0: And I want to say a big, huge thank you to Stephanie, who has you know taken this, this job on and has really been kicking ass uh, these past few weeks, and it's been amazing to see the site begin to sort of blossom again. So Stephanie, I want to thank you. Uh, for doing that because as someone who started this thing a, a, long, a while ago it, It's it's really nice to see so many people sort of pick up the the torch and, and run with it. So I, I really appreciate it uh, I,
3: I Think I mean To get sappy here for a second. This site has so much potential. We've built <clears throat> Such an amazing community um, You guys are probably and I say this without bias that you're probably the most positive community Four comics on the web. Amen. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm incredibly proud of that. And I want to give you guys content that you deserve. Um, That's why these people are all on board. Because they see how our community treats everyone. Mm -hmm. And they want to be a part of that. So, you know, keep helping us out. Keep being supportive. Keep being positive. And... You yeah, we'll be here as long as we possibly can.
0: Absolutely. And uh, we also, every week on the podcast, um, you know, we're going to be uh, making sure to do dedicated listener question section. So please podcast at com at Talking Comics on Twitter, or Facebook.com slash Talking Comics. Get in touch with us. Let us know what you want to talk about, what you're thinking about. Ask us questions can be, be about comics, can be about life, can be about anything stupid that you want. Um, mm. Send them in, please. Uh, next week we're gonna be talking. We're looking forward to 2016 and, and what we're excited for, um, and what we're not excited for. Um, please write in your comments about what you're excited for and what you're not. to Any of those places. Um, make sure, like Stephanie said, you go to the website TalkingComicBooks.com, because mm-hmm. we have so much stuff going up. Yep. It's not just comic books. It's 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 a t- everything you can another son you can think of. Um, please check that out. Yeah, check um, out the forums too for the yes. same reason.
4: There's all sorts of stuff going on there that. Is
0: it is comic related yeah. and a lot of other stuff? Absolutely. I mean, one of the most popular threads is that album thread. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, also, uh, you know, obviously. It's gotten to the point now where there are going to be too many podcasts for me to just lit, lit me out at, at this at this point. But make sure you guys check out all our our family of podcasts. Um, we have things covering we have movies, video games, you know, uh, Valiant. We've got the Misfits. We've got talking shojo. We've got smart I know, Mara. I know, Mara, Mara. Yeah. I was getting yeah. there. Okay, Mr. <laughs> Garrett's here. It's here. <laughs> Mara is on yet another podcast. Yes. Why don't you tell the folks at home about the new podcast, Mara?
5: This is the brainchild of my husband and our effort to read through the massive amounts of comics we own. It is called Legendary Runs, and it is a bi weekly podcast where we cover large quantities of sequential storytelling in one episode. So, our first one is Astonishing X Men by Joss Whedon and John Cassaday. And we'll also be covering Ryan Q. Miller's Batgirl, George Perez's Wonder Woman. Um, Eventually we'll get to Walt Simonson's Thor and John Byrne's Fantastic Four. We're just going to, we're going to hit a lot of older comics. I'm a
0: huge fan of doing stuff like this to make yourself do stuff you wanted to do at home.
5: (laughs) 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 I'm a huge fan of that. With the spreadsheet. (laughs)
0: Um, So yeah, check out all the podcasts. It's, It's, it's really amazing. the kind of breadth of stuff we have there at this point. And, uh, Thank, thank you to Mara and Joey for joining us for this process this year. It was really great having you guys.
5: Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. It was fun coming on.
0: Yeah, it was, it was awesome. Uh, definitely my favorite year so far of, of, of this whole process. So thank you guys yeah. so much. You have to have a red carpet next year. I know. I know. <laughs> Uh, um, <laughs> um, thank you, thank you, to Steve, for writing in all his votes, and um, he'll be back next week to talk about he felt. But um, I sent him the list, I texted him the list, so oh, good. he knows what's he knows what's the what. Um, and yeah, um, that's gonna do it for the Talking Comics mm-hmm. podcast for this week. We got some cool stuff coming up. Hey guys, I, can I
4: say the one bit of? Do news? you want to say it? Or, sure, why cause, not?
0: Because if it breaks down, Bob,
4: <laughs> you can blame me. You can blame you. But uh, just before I came in today, we I got a confirmation that in early february i mm-hmm. would say what date just in case yeah. that changes we are going to have on together kelly sutatonic
0: and matt fraction
1: wow <laughs> happy so, new year happy new yeah. year yeah.
0: so that'll be a, a a good time um should be fun we haven't either of them on the show in a, in a long time mm-hmm. so it'll be that'll be a great show to have and i can't wait to see what comes in 2016 um we 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 we, we, we closed the book on 2015 it's over no one can talk about any books that came out in 2015 anymore
4: You mean I can finally clean up my living room? Yes. I've had all of 2015's (laughs) books under my coffee table so (laughs) that I knew which ones to pick from for this awards process. Now they can go in a box. They can happily go in a box and I can start a new mess in the living room with 2016's.
0: Thank you. All right. So that's going to do it for the Talking Comics podcast for this week. For Bob. Adios. Mara. Bye bye. Joey. Peace out. And Stephanie. Bye. I have been Bobby. Until next time on Talking Comics, to be...